0: Good evening, welcome to episode 60 of Midnight Resistance. My name is Sean Bell, and I'm missing Barbecue Champs in order to record this shit. I'm joined by Andy Hamilton. Hello, I watched the first episode of Barbecue Champs last week and thought it was a bit rubbish, but no worries. It's alright. It's no Barbecue pitmaster. It's not brilliant. It's not, it's not proper barbecue, is it? Exactly. Um, and they kind of acknowledge that, but it's sort mm. of a shame. Anyway, special guest this episode, Darren Gargett from the Can and Rinse show.
1: And I'm missing out on rare replay stamps for this shit. What's going on?
0: <laughs> I'm not missing.
2: Out. I'm not missing out on rare replay stamps. Are <laughs> 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 we just getting that. straight into that? I get. Yeah, I get. I guess so because we're gonna. Have, I mean, obviously we've, we've introduced ourselves, and then we yeah. normally go into the what we've been playing section. And I suppose yeah, it's only yeah. fair to go straight into rare replay because I've been playing it. <laughs> and it's, now, it's one of the reasons we've got you on, Dan. I, I, saw you tweet, I saw you tweeting in the week saying, like, if anyone has a podcast that yeah. you want me on because I'm playing Rare Replay, like now is the time to do it. And I was like, I'm playing Rare yeah. Replay. This works exceedingly <laughs> well with our schedules.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about getting in contact with some people, like, over email. And I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to be blunt and just put it out there. <laughs>
2: and
0: if, you know, that is, if my bait that's, that's how you get on with no resistance, mate. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> if bait catches any worms. Yeah. So you've got bait uh, that catches worms, which you then use as, as bait. As soon as I said that, that I the... was like,
1: man, the one and a half beers I've had already is <laughs> is already working. So my, my cane and rinse attitude is out the window because I've had two beers. Although if you listen to the last Halo podcast, I was pretty sozzled during that. Um, I was going to say,
0: I'm, I'm looking forward to you saying a swear word. Don't do it. Like, Don't force it. Just let it come naturally at some point in the show. And I'm, it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Um, so, you, I mean, yeah. So you've never really... Like, you don't lean on the... Like, you used to work at Rare, right? Yes. Um, but you don't, like, bang on about it. Well,
1: I, I feel like I Which do. Is... Every time I'm on a Kane okay. and show, I always feel like I'm <laughs> yeah. harking back to the old days where everything was great and brilliant. But to be honest, like, every time I do work in the industry, it's a soul-destroying experience, so... Right. I, I kind of, I kind of <laughs> try the, and like, hold it back, sometimes or... I can't help it.
2: Wasn't mm-hmm. it QA on Grab by the Ghoulies? Yeah, QA is gra- hard. That's a fucking hard graft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, Thankful. Uh, yeah. So I got hired there by a few friends who I used to know in, MR, you know, in the IRC days. He, he got me mm-hmm. in. He still works in now, actually. He does all the words for Rare Replay. And um, so I got in and the first day was Grabbed by the Ghoulies. And I was like, okay. And I managed to crash it on the first day I was there. And it kind of delayed the game by two weeks, which I thought was quite cool. <laughs> like yeah fuck you but there's uh, i'm in the credits for the actual game both on the xbox and the xbox one version which is quite nice but i'm not in the manual for the original xbox version for that reason and that that i crashed the game when i first got there and the manual gone to print but the game had been delayed by two weeks so that's quite cool um but yeah i I tested out cameo on the original xbox and i thought it was a heap of shit uh, because it was just like it was just uh, there's a cameo podcast on canemrids.com plug but um yeah, a short version is that there was no badlands in cameo on the on the original Xbox version. It was just clouds, and you were just flying around like it was just rubbish. Honestly. I, I, it's part of the reason why I left because like playing games, <laughs> playing games in such an early state, it was just yeah. a fucking like a soul destroying experience. Like I saw Perfect Dark Zero on it, the original Xbox, and it
2: was just awful. See, that's that's that was the same sort of realization I had. I mean, I've mentioned it before. I had it playing Final Fantasy VII when I was like, man, I always wanted to make or test games for a living. But halfway through playing that game, mm. I was like, oh, I'd be gutted if I knew what was coming. And I, by yeah. that, I didn't mean. The moment at the end of this one, it was just like all the little, the moment to moment bits. I'd be like, I just wouldn't want to yeah. see this kind of half-assed and unfinished, yeah. and you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have that big experience for myself at the end of it. And that's kind of what put me off it. But saying that, though, you know, rare, you know, <laughs> it's even, you know, to eat, like even just to sort of have a tenuous link with them, if you're of our age, that is still hmm. quite cool. It was like, a if, as of long, long as you achieved. don't mention, like, you know, it was. Oh, grabbed by the ghoulies and it wasn't very good you know like if you actually just sort of go yeah I work for Rare <laughs> that's, yes. that still has a lot of clout where where I'm it from it does
1: yeah and it was a life goal achieved at the age of 19 so like after that it was kind of like a downward slide into just nothing <laughs> yeah. like I, I tried to so I, I left Rare and I, I went back to the indie game store that I used to work in town which I always bang on about as well but and then I kind of kept flipping in, in and out of the industry and every time I dipped into the industry I found it like a soul crushing experience and as I, as I speak now, I'm on a week where I've just left the industry again because it's such a. I hate it. Like I, as a gamer, <laughs> I don't ever want to work in the games industry again. Like fuck it, I'm, I've had enough. Like I, I just don't want to work in it anymore. Because you see behind the curtain and you see how things are done, and you're like, this is not why I like games. Like I I, I like critiquing games, but I don't like seeing how like my recent job was all business. So it was all contracts and deals and stuff, and it mm. was just a. Uh, just suck the life out of me. Yeah. But even then, like, like reasons, yeah. Understanding like how games are made mechanically in a, in a QA environment was, you know, I, the, the most enjoyable job I had in the industry was when I was testing Bob the Builder because I didn't give a shit about the game, but the game, the, the job was there <laughs> that was enjoyable. You know, like it is a fun job to smash the game apart. But when it came to Sable Wolf from the GBA, which is still a game I love now, but like actually playing that game when it was early alpha, beta, blah blah blah. It's kind of like, oh man, I wish I'd played that when it was out at the time because that mm. is such a good game. But I kind of, mm. you kind of numb to it. You, like, I played Grab by the Goonies yesterday, just in one playthrough, four hours done. Like got got all the milestones and <laughs> rare replay. But I was so I was so numb to it. Oh, I, I, I know it off by heart. Like, I was so it. numb to it. I was just like, just like, yeah, this is the floor. This is room eleven. Fuck it. Yeah, you spin the thing around and you get out there. I just knew exactly what to do, and it was just like, that's not why I play games. It's to uh, you know, I, but I want to play the games that I, I can get a hard on for. But like, all the way through <laughs> Goolies, like, Goolies is really good, but I just couldn't get excited for it because I'd seen it a million times before.
2: Somehow managed to make Grab by the Goolies worse, um, which is an <laughs> incredible thing. Um, yeah, anyway, I think that's a good jumping off point. Games that you love, Rare Replay. It's out, came out this week. It was 20 quid, and it's got 30 Rare games on it.
0: I didn't realise it was twenty quid. I thought it was full whack.
1: Well, oh. if, if you go to the Malaysian Xbox One store, it's twelve pound fifty.
2: So there you go. Jesus. Yeah, if you can get it from the Malaysia. So I, I just picked it up digitally because I was like, "Fuck it, this ain't going anywhere." <laughs> like I was going to came into this, and um, yeah, it's like I'm absolutely blown away by how polished this is. Oh, it's like it's it... such it's. Again, it's sort of there is a little bit you know. It, there's the nostalgia ele- element, which obviously it, a sort of pack like this is going to trade mm. on. But they haven't they haven't just left it to this nostalgia. They've they've taken the nostalgia and blowing it up. So they've added stuff to the package, which just takes those mm. little like playing Blast Core alone and realizing this is still really good. Is that's that's your nostalgia buzz.
1: But in a, a post-paloge box like, world, docu- it's
2: impressive that it actually works at all. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. But, <laughs> right. um, you know, this is a game that has documentaries in it, which are all really <laughs> interesting. The presentation is up there with the very best presentation I've seen in games it has a fucking song and dance routine when you turn it on for the first time a song and dance routine which contains a couple of lines sung by the Great Mighty Pooh, reprising his role as the Great Mighty
0: Pooh. I wish I could have been there when his agent gave him the call. We see, I was interested in
2: that as well, so I actually looked into it. He's one of the guys who worked on the soundtrack, so uh, okay. like, yeah, so they, it wouldn't have been hard to find him just to go, by the way, um, you know the great Mighty Pooh? Yeah, we need him. We need him back one last <laughs> time.
0: <laughs> actually, yeah, because Darren, was it you that played that on Sound of Play? Or was that someone else?
1: No, that was Leon, but he apologised to me for yeah. snatching it off of me because he knew right. that I wanted to talk about it yeah. so much. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, he's in the documentary, <clears throat> excuse yeah. me, in one of the videos for the documentary of, um, of making Conkers Bad Thirty, I think, or just one of the videos yeah, on He is in the,
2: he is in the Conkers one, definitely, because I watched that one.
1: And uh, yeah, it, it looks really weird because they've actually pulled back um ex-employees, so Chris Sievers in it in the documentary. Yeah. And you can just tell that he wants to be there as much as he doesn't want to be there because he loves Conker so much and, you know, he is the voice of Conker. But you can tell when he's being recorded that he's not really looking at the camera or anything. He's kind of like, he's a bit shy, he's a bit like cautious about it all. But at the same time, he wants to yeah. fucking, you know, wank off in front of the TV screen and go, hey, I made Conker, hey,
2: see you later, guys. There, there is this great <laughs> moment in the um Conker documentary where he goes, the guy who's interviewing because it's it's all you know vox so You don't ever hear the question being asked. Hmm. They've just got clips of them talking. Obviously, the question is asked is like, if you did it again, would you do anything differently? <laughs> and he just yeah. sort of goes like, yeah. There's a bit with a plant that you make it grow boobs, and then you use it to bounce off them to get yeah. to a higher ledge. It's like I probably wouldn't do that next time round. <laughs> and then and then he stops, and you see there's this brief moment like it's like a it's that perfect amount of silence when he, you know, after he says that where he goes, "Eh," and he sort of thinks about it, he says, (laughs) you'd have trouble getting it made these days. (laughs) Yeah. And it just absolutely killed me. Just like, yeah, you would.
1: (laughs) It's a one of a kind. And then it just peters out into Fade to Black. But I've been playing that with uh, my brother recently, and he's never heard of Concord Photo before. He's not really a big gamer, but he'll play the, you know, he'll play a few games. I've, I've, put him onto Tropico because I knew he likes the the political side of Tropico and he's playing yeah. Far Cry 4 because he likes skinning animals basically but I was like let's sit down <laughs> let's play Conker's Bad Fur Day and let's get fucking pissed while we're doing it and he's like he's absolutely <laughs> loving the bits where you watch Conker you know do the funny jokes but as soon as it comes to playing Conker's Bad Fur Day, the platforming and the world around the platforming doesn't really work now it's really weird because Conker's got like a momentum to him where you push the stick a little bit forward and he'll run like three or four steps. So it's quite interesting to see that gamers of today, if you know what I mean, like yeah. people that don't really play games are getting older Conker and going, fuck me, this is really hard. Because there's a bit where you have to get a bunch of bees for the, the sunflower big titted, you know, stigma section. Yeah. And <laughs> they put the bees on like the highest, tiniest platform in the corner of the map. And you're like, I've got a fucking cow there. like, and, and the platform is not brilliant. It's not bad. But I've played worse, like you know, some horrible tonic trouble N64 game.
2: Yeah, but, tell you, tell me about uh, it. But, <laughs> I've played that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have
1: yeah, it. Uh, but yeah, like you know, Conquer Pather it doesn't play terribly. But there are a few moments where the the world design and the level design doesn't really fit with Conquer himself. So you know, he'll yeah. pass the pad back to me, and then we'll laugh at the next bit where it's the Terminator, hey, bale, and. uh but then it, it leads into another bit where the boss fight's not that great, where you have to cut the, the wires away from the rising water. But there's a real, like, a really unbalanced kind of gameplay. To, uh, it's quite hard to explain in a... Yeah, yeah well, it's, that's the
2: thing is, it's really fascinating watching the documentary on that one because they say about how much stuff was cut out. Like They were like, yeah, mm. we in, uh, towards the end, we just got rid of loads of stuff. I mean, the main thing that I found is that, like... There's stuff that still stands up from like every era of their, yeah. of their existence. So from in, the, in like the spectrum stuff, jetpack still stands up. Like legitimately still. It, cause it's mainly because it's so simple, but that still stands up. And mm, although yeah. it was a bit slow, a lot slower than I remember, like night law still kind of stands up at times. Like once you know what you're doing, cause the game obviously doesn't explain mm. it at all, but once you know what you're doing in night law, I found, especially with the cheat where you can rewind time. So it's not totally frustrating. All of the old games have the ability to... You can either just turn cheats on, but all of them have a Hmm. rewind feature, so if you fuck up, you can just rewind back a little bit, which is kind of cool. And then from, like, their next era, the sort of NES time period... Some of the stuff I remembered being good in that is bad. Like, mm. snake rattle and roll. <laughs> oh god, we played that last night. It's a shiter, isn't it? And oh. dig, and digger T rock is awful. Like, you don't jump when you press the jump button. What? <laughs> like, he, t- he seems to jump when he feels like it. Well, um, but. The same quote- as
1: underworld. Like, I couldn't really get the grasp of the, the, the weird
2: frog. Top.
1: Like, it's got the, the jumping arc of the frog from Super Mario 3, but. It's ridiculously yeah. bad. Like, I couldn't really Once get Once you committed
2: it. to the jump, you're, you you're jumping, basically. Mm. Um, with Underworld as well, pro tip, if you walk off the edge at a ledge, he jumps. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, found that the hard get, way yeah. during the snapshots. There you go. Um, which we'll get onto in a second. Um, mm. the nez era Cobra triangle, still legit. Really good fun. Yep. The RC Pro Am games are pretty good fun. Yeah, we, played, we
1: played through two in co-op and, um, the, the green car, whatever that means, you know, the green car in our playthrough yeah. just destroyed us. Like, it was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like rock and roll racing, but like a NES version of rock and roll racing. I was like, yeah, Wish that's basically let's, let's do this. Is. But yeah, we were upgrading our guy, you know, whatever, just getting get, get the RC Pro am, upgrading our car. But the green man, like, all of a sudden he just come out of nowhere and just destroyed
2: us. It's, then, it's one of those games <laughs> where, like, the difficulty setting towards the end is basically the AI is cheating. But you know that's just how things were. Battle Toads it gets it gets it has a weird weird thing with Battle Toads. Is like obviously it has its reputation of being like super hard and like a reputation of like certain sections being really frustrating. Mm. But it all it doesn't. What people forget is like how varied that game is, and it's just like every level is fun and new. Like level one is basically double dragon. Level Mm -hmm. two is that bit from Ghostbusters two. On the Commodore sixty four, we had to like zip you know zip line down a. Fucking yeah, yeah. hole, which is taken from Underworld, like an old like one yeah. of Rare's old games, you know. Where they, and then you've got like obviously the the bike bit and loads. It and there's 2D platforming sections. It's cool. Battletoads is good, and then obviously after that you move into the era that doesn't exist on the cart on the collection, the SNES era. Um, but then, yeah. um, but then you move into the N64 stuff, and that I mean, it's all gold. Um, with the Killer Instinct, gold's probably the weakest of it. And I
1: don't know, man. I'm playing Jet Force Gemini at the moment, and it's
2: it it's ah. But have you played it after the patch?
1: Yeah, with the twin stick controls. Yeah, it's, it's, it's better,
2: lo- loads better. with Yeah,
1: that. <laughs> but the 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 niggling sensation in the back of my head, like, don't let any of these bears die because you'll have to come back and do them again. Yes. It's kind of do them ahead in a little bit.
2: Oh right, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's the thing I like the most about that game is when you play it through first, and it's just it's fun. Yeah, uh, when you all. Get to the middle and beat the final boss, and then you can go back onto the other levels as the other characters.
1: That's right, yeah. And then
2: they open up. That's when that game starts, and that's when it gets like, I've got a feeling it's going to be a bit of a slog to get to that bit, but mm. that's when it goes all Metroidvania, and that's, that's my bag. Um, Blast Core, like, oh. no, no shit. That game is as good today as it ever was. It's, oh. I, I, I was playing it all last night, getting gold medals. It's absolutely So, it as an Blastcore.
1: unemployed hobo at the moment, like this is the perfect time for me to not have a job, but like, I'm in between jobs at the moment. <laughs> so I like, "Rare, replays plays out. What do I do on Tuesday? I'm just going to play Blast Core." And then like, it was Wednesday, and I'd like <laughs> done it all, and I was like doing the platinum medals, and I was like, "Blast Corps is really good. How come no one even Rare has done a sequel since?" And, it's and it's that's say, the thing. it's one of
0: those ones. Like I think it benefits from the fact that no one's even attempted anything like it since. The like, thing is though, if you
2: look at like the way that destruction in games has gone as well. I mean, and mm. we're talking this two days after Microsoft showed off that Crackdown cloud demo, yeah, yeah. Mm. which is just like the most, if they pull that off, the most ridiculously high-end tech I've seen for a long time. And a few people coming out of Gamescom saying like, no, they've nailed it. We've played it. It's amazing. Um, like, just imagine that But Blast where <laughs> every <Yeah>. building, <laughs> they just imagine getting in the mech suit
0: and just, Putting a hole through this fucking skyscraper. That, See, that, you mentioned Crackdown Three, but even the the tech from Red Faction Guerrilla,
2: yeah, would be mm. enough.
0: It would be <laughs> enough. Yeah. In fact, Red Faction Guerrilla's not far off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like like <laughs> it's not far off. It like that's, yeah, Blast Core's just it's so good, and like all the all the different vehicles, they all handle different. They all handle really well. Um, mm. even including the fucking sideswipe, whatever it's called, the backlash. The backlash, sorry. yeah. So the
1: thing is, though, like Backlash has a um, like a, 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 a you know a, a click moment. It just suddenly just clicks with you, and once it's yes. clicked, you can't unclick it because you know how Backlash moves and feels. Yeah. And you know, spoilers, you end up going to Mars and Venus and you know all these other planets and stuff. <laughs> but even then, like Backlash, it becomes more enjoyable because of the low gravity. Like you're yeah. not just like doing like free sixties in midair and just backlashing buildings out of the sky. And stuff. It's just mental that game. I, I, the Backlash, I guess,
2: the Backlash is weird as well because. um because it's the most difficult to use, because you've got to slide... Basically, you've got to do a fucking drift. You've got to power slide into it, Hmm. and if you don't hit it with the back end, nothing happens, basically. But the thing is, though, because there's such an element of skill to using it, when you do perfectly power slide through some fucking farmhouse that was in the way <laughs> it's the most satisfying one to use
1: it reminds me of playing cars as a kid like when i was a kid like you pick up a car whatever, and you, you just sort of like just plow it over loads of like these plastic maps you had as a kid but actually playing Blast blastcore as an adult kind of brought me back to those days of just like yeah i'm just gonna get a thing and just smash stuff up yeah buildings have fallen over this is great but um yeah like having a, a full-on modern version of Blast blastcore with like it would kind of fill in the gaps where your brain does it for you. So, like, when yeah. you smash a building in Blast Core, it turns into a weird polygon of just no character at all. And there's, yeah. like, a weird <laughs> puff of purple that flies over the screen. And that's kind of beautiful in its own way. But having a proper, full-on, physics-based Blast Core 2, for example, would be just, yeah, astonishing. But if they mm. don't do that, this, you know, this Rare Replay version is worth the 20 quid alone just to play yeah, Blast Core again. I mean, I, don't I, mean I, as... I
2: did... Sorry, carry on.
1: No, I don't. I don't want to say that as like a rare fanboy and like, oh, rare games are the best because there's a heap of shit on there. But Blast yeah, we'll genuinely that. is. Like, <laughs> Blast genuinely is like holy shit! Like I can't believe no one's made a Blast even rare. Like what yeah. happened?
2: Even like if they don't go mad budget with it it's 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 got that kind of arcadey score attack mm. thing that would do really mm. well in like a you know downloadable game like yeah. you know keep it simple mm. i think it's just it's, it's such a good concept that it it's a concept that i i i'd be like maybe it's a bit strong to say that like they perfected it first time around because we've never seen anything else but like it's certainly yeah. a concept i would love to see a company have try again you know as long as they don't make it worse Blast Core g you know, would be really, really interesting. And I did joke on Twitter and said, like, "Ah, oh, rare replays coming out. It's twenty quid for Blast Core, and you get twenty nine games <laughs> for free." Um, <laughs> and that's not totally right, <laughs> but for um, me, for me, Blast, Bla- <laughs> Blast Core is the most interesting and best game on on the collection. And then obviously you got Banjo Kazooie, Banjo Tooie, yeah. two games that need no introduction at all. Um, and perfect dark, which is the Xbox live version. So it does actually have online multiplayer if anyone can be asked, but does, I tried it last night and no one can be asked about those things. So, um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's the, it's the cool thing about the Xbox live version is, um, it has like a proper twin stick control scheme. Yeah. Called duty calls, which, <laughs> of course. which is tough. I mean, I was, I was talking to Darren in a pub a few weeks ago about, uh, about this where, um, when I was playing for all my N64 games, one of the things that I found with the rare titles, and I, I'm n- not naming one by name because I'm saving it for the end, <laughs> but um, they have they all had this thing where you could play with two control pads, all right. where you you know you plugged in two pads, and one analog stick was you mo- you're looking around, and one was your movement. Mm. Right. So you're basically playing with dual analog, and then you use one trigger to aim and one trigger to shoot, basically mm. with two pads. And um, yeah, it was a you could set up the the game to do it from inside the menus now if you go into the game on an emulator and set that control scheme up and then go into the emulator settings and it does take some fucking about admittedly (laughs) but if you set it up so like one control pad is on this stick and the other controller is on this stick you can actually play these games on emulation with like a, a perfectly modern control scheme Mm-hmm. So that argument where people go, yeah, that game's wicked at the time, but it just doesn't stand up now. It's like, well, when you're playing it with the controls like that, it totally does. <laughs> it actually stands <laughs> up really well because it's got loads of really interesting missions inside the levels. Um, what, so then what mentalist came
1: up with that control scheme of having two N64 pads plugged in on your own? Like I we saw know, it with Dark Souls. Summer games done quick where two guys shared one pad. And that's that's kind of cool, you know. There they'd be Dark Souls two on the same controller. But someone at Rare, back in ninety seven or ninety eight, whatever, sat down and went, I might actually plug in two controllers and see if I can play by myself. Like, what kind of mental case does that? It kind of <laughs> links to the um the stop and swap. Like who plugged in a cartridge six seconds after it was yanked out? Like what Who does that kind of stuff? And that's probably born from QA, maybe. I'm not too sure, but uh, Rare were doing some crazy stuff back in the day. And, you know, the 2.1 control scheme is definitely, you know, an example of that.
2: Mm. Which is, it's like, uh, yeah, they've taken all that stuff out and just replaced it with duty calls, as it's called the scheme. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you've got the N64 stuff, which is rad. And then um, you've got. This is this, you've got Grab by the Ghoulies on its own on the Xbox, which you know loads about, and you know, mm. it, it's, it's alright. It's, it's, it's nowhere right. near as bad as people say, but no, it's, it's gets still, a lot of shit, it gets, probably, it, 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 it does get boring quite quickly. Like, it's, it's, it's the it's a bit
1: rare online. version of Luigi's Mansion, where people are expecting something more, and <laughs> they got something less, and therefore it was the worst thing in the world. But in retrospectively yeah, going back, you're like, actually, this is alright. Like, it's not a bad game, and there are yeah. some good things about it. It's,
2: a lot of its problems, it, it shares, with pro- the, that problems that genre had at the time, which is mm. just when you play a game that is at its heart an arcade em up where you go room to room punching things. Mm. Eventually, that gets quite boring because you're just punching things. Yeah, that's it, it.
1: And it's not even a decent combo system. It's just yeah, holding exactly. a stick in the direction. Well, it
2: was, you know, this is it was like before things like Devil May Cry three and yeah. all that stuff. Bayonetta. So it was just like this is what you do. <laughs> and that's not so good but then um the weird, weirdest part is the 360 stuff so you get both hmm. Viva Piñatas which Sean obviously Wee. you're on side you get Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts which I still think Wee. is a game that absolutely deserves a second chance at being oh, God, successful yeah. and tell you what you fucking forget it looks amazing oh yeah, yeah. That's stunning game. That's kind of the thing
1: with most rare games post Goldeneye is that they, well, Donkey Kong Country (laughs) as well. Like they're kind of their R and D department were on the fucking ball when it came to making visuals look amazing on the hardware. I don't know how Mm. they did it, but like they've got some geniuses who go right. What console have we got? Give us a year and we'll make the best looking game on it, no matter when. You know. (laughs) So even Vignata One looks amazing, like even now because of the vibrant colours and the the art style. But even Grabbed by the Ghoulies, like it's a port over from the Xbox original yeah, to the, the Xbox weird One.
2: one. Mm. Yeah, X. Yeah, Grab by the Goonies. Yeah, it's not. It's not emulated.
1: It's a port, and it, it's you know it's in widescreen. <laughs> Apart know. from the cutscenes, it's in widescreen, which it had anyway. Yeah. But they have made it 60 frames, and they've touched up the visuals, and it kind of just it just holds up like better than ever. It plays better than ever as well with the 60 frames. Someone
2: in 2015's job was to tart up Grabbed by the Ghoulies. Like, <laughs> and, like, not just run it on emulation, but actually port it. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, all those games are good, but Cameo, which you said you saw on the original Xbox, so, you know, it was an mm. Xbox 360 launch window, pretty much. Mm. Like, that's not bad.
1: For a that- game that's gone through development hell, it was on the GameCube, and it looked like a massive open-world Zelda-ish, you know, kind of yeah. Pokemon-style game. They scaled it down for Xbox Original... And then they put it over to Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty for a game that went through that much bollocks. It actually plays all right, and you know we've done we've done the, it, we've done it, the podcast it, on it, and it's yeah, you know it's good. It, it's all right. it
2: plays perfectly fine. Hmm. It still looks really nice in some of the open bits, like because it's just because it's got rare sort of signature colours. You know, it kind of looks yeah. really nice and vibrant. But um, the other thing as well is um, they patched in online co-op, oh. but uh, after release, hmm. and I believe this version has the online co-op in it.
1: Well, yeah, all the 360 stuff has free DLC, so it's like a best of. It's like a game of the year collection. So yeah. if you turn on Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, you get the logo DL or the, the LOG, the you know, the Legion of Games or whatever it's called, the little computer monitor thing. You get all his DLC for free. You get all the cameo DLC for free and so they kind of just put it all on the disc and go, "Look, have
0: it." Which is cool because they From what you're telling me, like the amount of work they've put into all of these, they definitely could have sold these individually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been like, right, for the next year, like two games are going to come out at the end of every month.
1: I'm just (laughs) (laughs) saying this, like, you know, seriously, I would pay 15, 20 quid for Blast Core as it is on Rare Replay. I would pay for Mm. that again. And I. Before E3 happened this year, I speculated on a podcast that we did that no one heard because it's was IDKFA brought back and no one gives a shit. But still, I was like, I want rare, <laughs> I want, I want either Blast Core HD to happen or a rare collection. And I was on the money there, but I would pay <laughs> top dollar for Blast Core on its own.
2: Yeah, definitely. That's, that is, that, that is probably the highlight. I mean, I think that like out of all of them, I mean, most people are saying like the banjo Kazooie games are sort of the. The pick of the bunch, but just Blast Corps just—it's still—it's just because there's nothing else like it. Like I've played other yeah, 3D yeah. platformers, and there are actually other 3D platformers I much prefer to Banjo. Mm. But there's there's nothing else like Blast It's just—it's such a good game. Um, yeah, there's some stinkers on there. Grabber the goodies isn't great. Some of the <laughs> Spectrum stuff is hard work.
0: Yeah. Uh, Perfect Dark Zero <laughs> is as bad as you think. See, I have oh. never—I don't think I've, I've certainly I've played it. I don't think I've ever even seen like footage of it. It's weird, right?
2: And a lot of it comes from the fact that, like, you know how I was saying earlier that those early um FPS games, console FPS games, mm-hmm. they kind of came out, blew everyone away, and then there was this weird kind of, like, process where they were finding their feet on consoles, trying yeah. out weird control schemes and doing stuff that not, wasn't necessarily good ideas, you know, just trying really weird experimental stuff, until, mm-hmm. I mean, really, Modern Warfare came along and went, this is how you do a console shooter, for better and for worse. Like, yes. this is what you do. Like, this yeah. is the formula. Um, it kind of came out in that period and it just does loads of dumb stuff.
1: Yeah. It, right. it, it, it kind of, it does away with the, the sandbox nature of GoldenEye and Perfect Dark on the N64. Like, they're like mini sandbox levels. So you go into a level, you do a mission. Yeah. And if, if you die, you have to start back at the beginning, kind of rogue like, like, you know, whatever that bollocks term is, but it, it's kind <laughs> of like sandboxy where you can go where you want to do one. Whereas this is kind of more, Traditional first-person shooter where you end up running down a corridor essentially, and when you hit yeah. the end, brilliant. But it's done so poorly because it has the remnants of the N64 game. So it has missions, but you kind of just do the missions as you're going through yeah. the level. So it doesn't really make any sense as to the so why they're all are are
0: really odd as well. Oh right, they? so they're just arbitrary because you're going to yeah. do them. They're anyway, just there. Just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The controls are
2: really odd as well. It's like it's almost like they didn't expect to have to use dual analog controls. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's got just some really weird decisions with like what buttons do what. But again, it's kind of before we'll call it like I say, Call of Duty. went, this is the standard mm. setup, this is what you will all use from now. on.
1: The um, aiming feels like Unreal Tournament spectator mode, but through treacle and syrup, it feels really slow and murky. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> slow.
2: It's really but it, slow. it
1: doesn't feel like you're moving a gun or a person holding a gun. It feels like you're moving a camera with a reticule yeah. on screen.
2: It's, it's well, really, weird. No, but that was one of the choices, isn't it? Because you're actually moving the, the sight on the gun. Mm. It's fucking weird. It's like, it's, it is a bad game. I've heard that the multiplayer is actually like all right. And like a few yeah. recent reviews have said, like it it did have decent multiplayer if anyone actually bothers to play it.
1: But you know, this so is I a, guess that, that for Gears of War and Modern Warfare, you know, like going back, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it probably feels just as stale as, as we weren't aware of how bad it was because it was a brand new console that you just spent four hundred quid on. You know, so maybe people are giving it maybe. more praise than what it needs. Like I played it the other day against some bots, and I was like, "Yep, the aiming's still awful." Bye. Just turned it <laughs> off.
2: Just <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. Then I'll ditch it. But yeah, yeah mm. Overall, overall, rare replays like ridiculous. There's, the the only other thing like really needs to be mentioned about it is um, there's these challenge modes in it called snapshots, and mm. they are I've done them all, and it's it was fucking hard work. You are they're, they're absolutely genius because mm. what they are, they're a bit like warioware style things, or you know, like what you get with the amiibo, where you scan it and you get like. A minute well, of Super Mario World.
1: They make Nes Remix look like an overpriced sack of shit. Yeah, this is I was about to say is they're, exactly they're, what they're, Remix they're is. like that,
2: but with like a real purpose because they actually tie into yeah. like the the unlockables in the game and stuff. But mm. what it'll be, it, the, the cool thing is with some of the Spectrum games, which don't tell you how to play them at all, they actually act as tutorials as well because mm. they're like, right, mm. this is what a thing you'll be doing in the game. Do it in 60 seconds or like, you know, here's a, you know, here's the, the, you know, the, the object, you know, here's the winning thing, you know, here's the thing you need to do to win the game. Mm. Do it quickly or do it with, without firing a bullet or something like that. And, um, because they're quite quick fire, they're all, none of them are longer than two minutes. They're all quite quick fire sort of, you know, rapid fire events. They, they get you playing the old ass games that I think some people would struggle with. Hmm. And they go all the way up to the n sixty four stuff unfortunately they 're not in the n sixty four stuff and onwards, which is a real shame um but I feel that that might be added via d l c which is something i 'll mention in a second but no the hmm. snapshots are awesome like the, the some of them have actually got like the, the leaderboard stuff on them is ridiculous have you because i I was playing like jetpack and underworld stuff and i was like number one in the world on some of these because barely anyone's fucking played them um but i was number one in the world at jetpack all of launch day which is quite cool um (laughs) but um the battle toads what one of the levels on battle toads one of the snapshots is the speed tunnel whatever it's called the Mm. the level on the fucking bikes
1: the level Mm. that everyone remembers basically
2: it's 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 basically an infinite version of that level and you basically, you've got to survive for 45 seconds or something like that. And then you pass the, pass the level. You pass the, the um, the objective and get the stamp for doing the snapshot, but it doesn't stop at 45 seconds. And there's an online leaderboard attached to it. Genius. <laughs> so there's some people who've been playing this fucking Battletoads thing for like tens of minutes <laughs> and getting <laughs> like t- number one in the leaderboard. Some of the games have got like really fiercely competitive leaderboards about them. And it's just, it's just really, really cool. Um,
1: but if I had leaderboards for diamonds, sands, or whatever is in in
2: Glasscore, like, oh man. Yeah. The, the games have like stamps and achievements tied to them, but they don't have these cool little snapshot mini Hmm. games, which is a real shame. Um, that's, that's probably like one of the first complaints. Like just that would be awesome in every game. The, the other one, and like this is really dumb thing to complain about when you've got a package this good. Hmm. But like I can do without the three Donkey on Country games. Because they're kind of their own thing. Like I understand that they're the games that really brought Rare to my attention. I'd played some of mm. their NES stuff, but I just didn't realize it was them. But the Donkey Kong games mm. started the whole process of if you saw that gold logo on the box, that meant business. You were getting a good Christmas present. You know what I mean? It was that that <laughs> level. And Diddy Kong Racing's great, but like it's not on there. Shrug. Fair enough. Mm. I can see why it's Donkey Kong, but it like a package this good that. That celebrates this company's history and celebrates all the great things that happen about it, and does it in such a great way, in such a, you know, such a like a, a, a way that's filled with love and attention to what rare are were and will be in the future. It's a fucker. They didn't get GoldenEye sorted out. Yeah, it's, like, it's we're it's a, get a
1: GoldenEye can and rinse soon, and I don't want to you know blow my load already. But GoldenEye is the reason why I stopped being a massive idiot as a kid. I played GoldenEye and I was like. <laughs> Jesus, man, games are amazing. I can zoom in on that guy's face and blow his hat off. That's amazing. And it kind of it kind of focused me in on video games rather than throwing projectors through school windows. Like, I was that kind of kid. I was a fucking... I was a moron. Like, I was a massive twat. I, I, if I didn't find Goldeneye, I would be in prison. I'd You know, I'd be getting raped and all sorts. Like, ridiculous. I would be dead, I reckon. So, Goldeneye put me on the straight and narrow. Goldeneye put me into the company that I wanted to work for. Blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, not to see it on the... Collection is mental, but then for not to, for them not to even acknowledge it on the streams and the live, you know, all the live events they've been doing. It's yeah. kind of like, it's, it's kind of like a kick in the balls, you know, it You're is. Like, oh it, man.
2: Like, I, I, I know, although the Donkey Kong Country games like such a big part of like the rare experience for me, I totally get why they're not on there, but yeah. they should, like, the two things that they should have like fucking moved mountains to sort out were Goldeneye and re-adding the stop and swap from Yep. Did, uh, from the Banjo Kazooie games. Cause they didn't do that for the 360 releases. And that's all these are. These are just the 360 releases set up hmm. with backwards compatibility and hooked into this, hooked into this kind of interface that they've got set up for it. But it's, it is such a shame that like those are these two like cornerstones of rare. Like these, and like one of them's their great game and one of them's this sort of legendary thing that, yeah. you know, the technology kind <clears> of. <throat> didn't work on them at the end of the day and it, it just—it would, to... would have been cool if they just spent that time to just fix those few things. I mean like, when you select any game in the package you get like a big band version of the theme for that game playing yeah. all unique, brand new recordings done by like a big band orchestra for each game, which does include the Killer Instinct theme and that's fucking banging <laughs> man. <laughs> especially when the Spanish guitar comes in to play the lead line, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. But um... <laughs> But like the, the fact that there's so much care on the page, it would have just been amazing to nail those two things off. Mm. Just just cross well, those two off the list. Just make it perfect collectors. So hang on. So what? Wait, why aren't these games on there?
0: Is it just a license? Just licensing, isn't yeah, it? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah.
2: obviously, one of them belongs to Nintendo, so that's yeah. that's never gonna happen. But the yeah. the Bond one is a is a shit show. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. it's like that- Rare owned the the basically the the, the game engine. Mm-hmm. EA I think have the bond license now that's
1: right yeah right, and yeah.
2: Nintendo own like the assets and the copyright for the the game and stuff like because they released right. it and
1: MGM won a piece as well because it's the bond license you know
2: Oh right, so yeah, it, yeah. it
1: kind of goes four ways I think it's Activision instead of EA now but it kind of goes four yeah. different ways and you've got to imagine that every single one of those guys or, you know, the guys behind the computer, they all want the biggest part of the pie. And that's, that's got to be what yeah. it's down to is, I oh, want yeah. the most money.
2: Well, that's, that's what the rumour was, wasn't it? That, like, they had it ready to go on Xbox Live Arcade. Just yeah. the mm. people couldn't figure out where the money was going. And yeah. that's what... Shag-
0: Weird, isn't it? Because, like, there are examples of... Um, so, like, Grim Fandango. Um, so, you know, like, obviously LucasArts just sat on a lot of things yes. for a long time no intention of actually doing anything with him. And then the second Disney took over, Double Fine just phoned him up and were like, you've just bought something, can we work together? <laughs> um, and Disney were like, yeah, right, why not? Because that is the sensible answer. Mm. To that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like,
2: I mean, the, but, the big one, obviously, is fucking Spider-Man in the Marvel Universe. Like, if they figured mm. out how to do that, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they've managed to cut a deal there, and that's something ridiculous. So I've got, mm. you know, it's it's a weird one that like Goldeneye is kind of condemned to the past because they can't.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh... It's like with the um, yeah, like uh, Double Fine Phone Disney and said, "Look, like you've got something that currently is worth nothing to you, but if you work with us, we can make it, you know, worth a lot." Both of us, and and again with the the Goldnigh situation, like, all right, you know, people can't decide who who deserves what cut, mm. but they're not. None of them are getting anything. Yeah, by. Just, play, just, take the faces know, off. Like, just
1: remove all the faces, the remove all the noise, and all the all the, all the Bond flavour. I'd play it. <laughs> just, just faceless guys <laughs> running around. There's no PPK. Don't worry about it. there's no James Bond. There's no Sean Connery or the thing Chris Brosnan. Just... Um,
0: you just got to play the first level of Time Splits two over and over. I well, suppose. yeah, that's it. all you've got. The thing is, though, being totally honest, after seeing
2: like the the amount of care that's gone into this collection, I don't put it past coming out. I think that that is something that they're going to try and do because, yeah. much like the Master Chief Collection, like this is such a good platform for their right. stuff because mm. there is there is stuff missing and some of it's really obvious as well. Like, um, it doesn't have Killer Instinct One, and for a bit I was like, oh yeah, but that's a, that was on the SNES. But then they've got the N sixty four version of Killer Instinct Two. They don't have Killer Instinct Two; it's Killer Instinct Gold, which is specific to the N sixty four version, not the arcade version. So right. I was like, well, maybe the SNES one had some kind of Nintendo tie in looked into it no not at all and then i remembered if mm. you bought the season one day one edition like the actual retail box of uh, killer instincts on the xbox one you got yeah. a digital version of killer instinct as one mm. of the ah. like inbox like extra That's things Interesting. so like there is actually a version of the first game on the xbox one ready yeah. to go that isn't part of this <laughs> Hmm. and, didn't, that and uh, you were King, me earlier that King Griffin that there's Baseball
1: King Griffin Baseball King Griffin Baseball yeah they did yeah. that how weird and Mickey Speedway hello Disney wake up and smell the coffee like <laughs> that was Speedway. No, game, that's Mickey Speedway Now, not good game yeah it's not good at um, all is it but
2: didn't you say something about like there was talk that they were going to bring the Game Boy Advance and Game Boy stuff to it yeah
1: so they were they they pretty much confirmed It's Mr. Pants will be a DLC game for the Rare Replay yeah. as a platform so It's Mr. Pants is is a right it's a puzzle game that used to be called Donkey Kong Coconut Crackers on the GBA, but <laughs> since the transition happened and they had to rename it, so it's Mr. Pants is a throwaway character that appeared in Jet Force Gemini and some other rare games back in the day. It's just a guy wearing pants. He's got a bowler hat and some pants on. Like that—that's all it is. And it's just like okay, that's that, that's that's fine, sure. Like replace Mr. Pants <laughs> what for Pierce Bos- <laughs> well, Exactly, just a bowler hat, pants, and some stick arms like a matchstick man and you'll be fine um, and again they alluded to Sable Wolf GBA which is an amazing game it's a really good puzzle platformer uh, so yeah it looks like they're going to put in some GBA DLC into that platform <clears throat> which you know Rare Replay as a platform it makes sense for the future like 30 games 30 blah, 30 bucks or whatever, 30 years, you know. That, that can go out the window, much like Master Chief Collection did when they started putting ODST in. Like, Master Chief Collection, yeah. you can play as the other <laughs> guys too. Don't worry about it. You're like, oh, whatever. If it's a good game, it's a good <laughs> game. Like, I don't give a shit. So they can put in yeah. all the other kind of rare games. And to be honest, I'd pay money. Like I will pay money for, say, Wolf GBA. I'll pay money for, you know, all the other... That's actually kind a of-
2: rare game, say, yeah. GBA, yeah, like, isn't it? As well? literal- like, it's, a, it's actually like... Yeah, it's a, it's an actually rare as in hard to find not developed (laughs) by
1: (laughs) Um, it's arguably one of the best on the machine like i don't want to say that again like a rare fanboy would say those kind of things but it really is a good game
2: yeah so there you go rare (sighs) replay it's fucking good (laughs) sean you played anything
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah um so finally played uh, Rocket League with Friends. Oh, Rocket League. See, um, I still haven't played it with Friends and yeah. I'm burnt out a Mate. bit on it.
2: But I know, I know yeah, the reason why I'm burnt out is because I haven't played it with Friends yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely unreal. I uh, played it with uh, Gary Duton and Joe Scrabbles and they were both absolutely horrified by the noises that were coming out of my mouth. Yeah, we I've heard it. that you turn into a bit um, of a hooligan. which is Yeah, apparently I'm fucking awful. Um <laughs> so <laughs> look forward to that um yeah i mean everyone knows why rocket league is brilliant um if you haven't already played it and you've got a ps4 well you've, you've fucking missed it now yeah, so, but you can so, buy you it
2: it's like 12 quid and i defy mm. you to tell me
0: that that game is not worth 12 quid oh absolutely um obviously people are just going like people aren't going to pay that for it now because it'll sting too much that mm, they a week ago free. they could have had it for free but um but yeah um yes yeah, Rocket League, everything you've heard about Rocket League is true. Um, <laughs> uh, the other game I've been playing uh, loads of, um, so I've been watching, I've been cracking on with the Double Fine Adventure um, documentaries again. Yeah, I still need to get um, on Yeah, they're brilliant. They're all on YouTube now. Yeah, I know. Um, I've got them on saved. i got them saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I've already ranted about that on the show before, but a uh, couple of mentions of Massive Chalice. Um, which I bought in a Steam sale. Uh, I think it only officially came out in May. Yeah, um, actually, don't no yeah. fucking hell. I've got, I have it. It was, it was. Yeah, it's it, on Games with Gold. It was a
2: launch. You know, like PSN yep. actually does, like launch game. You know, day one. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a day one freebie on Games with Gold. So I oh, actually, yeah, have, yeah. I actually have it.
0: Yeah. Um, have you? Uh, Darren, have you played this? No, I, I'd started it and I'd
1: just come off a Code Codename Steam playthrough so my turn-based strategy uh, kind of, yeah. you know, excitement had gone okay. because Codename Steam's really good yeah, for the first that. three quarters and then it just tails off at the end. So I was like, I can't be bothered with another turn-based <laughs> strategy game just yet. But I, I have got it registered on my account and I will go back to it because it kind of felt like a yeah, no, medieval just, it, XCOM.
0: Yeah, basically. Like, because it, it's just, it's amazing that so few people seem to have played it. Like, I keep, hmm. like, going on twitter and being like oh my god can someone talk to me about this game because <laughs> like um, i know that scrabble's like just... really highly rated doesn't he well he does um and then <laughs> and then i text him I was like joe i've just been up till three in the morning playing massive chalice and he's like yeah you like it more than me <laughs> 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 so um, yeah so right fantasy XCOM, yeah um in terms of, yeah, you have your, your turn based battles, and then you have, um, you have like this, this continent that you're defending, and there's different regions, and you build facilities on them, allow you to do different things. You do research, gives you new weapons and upgrades and stuff. Um, and, but yeah, but the, the, the funny twist is you are like the immortal ruler of this continent, and these weird creatures called the Cadence are attacking you from all sides. Um, And yeah, there's this thing called the massive chalice, which is literally a giant chalice, which has got like these two spirits bound into it. And they're like, right, Hmm. we can destroy all of the monsters, but we need 300 years to charge up. So basically, the game is spending those 300 years um, just keeping the monsters at bay until the chalice can do whatever it does to kill them all. Um, The twist being, obviously, people don't live that long. So you start mm. out with a handful of people and you you know, you have them in fights and they and they gain experience and new abilities and stuff. Um but then after a bit you need to start marrying them off and making them have kids. <laughs> and it's it's a little bit weird. like because it's <laughs> like I mean obviously it's just creepy in and of itself. Like just be like, right, you two are married, fucking start having kids, I need an army. Um like it, it sort of glosses over how sort of inherently creepy that is. Um, I think it just trusts the player to sort of get it and sort of understand that it's, it's kind of weird. Is it like Pig*? Um,
1: Piñata in the fact that you constantly romance the same worm with the mum over and over again? Well, and it, it doesn't matter what baby it makes. It doesn't matter if it's a re, you know, a, you know a, a terrible, horrible worm that comes out the other side. It doesn't matter just because that, that worm's going to die to a sparrowman any second now. And it doesn't matter what kind of worm you make. Just keep making them.
0: They're like soldiers. It doesn't allow, it doesn't allow inbreeding. <laughs> um, which is good. Um, <laughs> which is good because cause it is like a yeah, it's like a obviously there's a sort of slightly creepy sort of eugenics side to it in that you um like yeah, so you might have like a really good alchemist and you like right make him the regent of this place and then um you know marry him up with someone else who's got like good stats and you sort of you're basically trying to like breed in like favorable traits um which. Like, you can really get into. I've not paid too much attention to it. But basically, like, yeah, through sort of um, getting different classes to mix and produce and trade, uh, trade train their offspring, um, that's how you get, like, interesting sort of cross-classes. And it all starts getting a little bit Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, it sounds like Final Fantasy Tactics. Mm. Yeah, and it's proper smart. Like, um, and it's just, it's really cool because you... You know, like in XCOM, you can, it's everyone's like, oh, you can name the guys after your friends, and they can die, mm-hmm. and it's really sad. But You know, like in XCOM, yeah, like you'll name everyone after your friends, and then one of them will die, and it's like, ah, fuck, that was kind of a shitty death, though. So mm. I'm going to get someone else, and then just customize them to look like the same person. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> Whereas in Massive Chalice, it's like you get, you do get attached to like individual soldiers, but you also get attached to families. Like, mm. so you sort of like. I can tell you about like individual members of the Simmons family who are my like they're like my longest running bloodline, right? And they're their alchemist. Um and they've yeah, they they've been going since the start of the game. Um and like yeah, there are there are individuals within that family who have been amazing. But it but then there's this overarching thing of like fuck I need a good alchemist, get mm. me a Simmons. Like so there's like there's the sort of the family as a whole is like a like an entity in and of itself. Like you get you get a Simmons in. It's like right, you got you got a lot to live up to, mate. <laughs> Fucking like, <laughs> like your granddad did me a solid fifty years ago. Like, <laughs> um, and like, uh, yeah, like when um, like one particular soldier reaches a certain rank, they'll just like generate like a rare item, which then becomes a family heirloom. So like, so yeah, the Simmons family have this like special weapon that gets passed from from generation to generation. As each person dies, you then choose. Which like kid gets it, Um, and it's just it's so fucking smart. Mm. Um, Like if this if this had been put out by a Japanese studio and it was on the Vita, there's there's like I know exactly who would absolutely adore it. it. it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But because it's yeah, because it's come out by Double Fine, don't really do um, this sort of thing. I think people have kind of ignored it. I mean, Double Fine are terrible at marketing their own stuff anyway. God bless them. Um, hmm. I, I may be biased because I'm a fucking mark for anything Double Fine do. Um, you have become that in the last sort yeah. of two years, like, slowly. Mate, you... I really like Iron Brigade. I know!
2: I, that, that yeah. was, that <laughs> trench, I think that's, is good, man. That's a good game. I think that it was
0: is. the start of it, like, when I noticed, like, he's playing a lot of these fucking Double Fine things. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into, never got into Costume Quest. No, but apparently but, um... that's an easy
2: one, isn't it? it apparently, like, mm. I heard that Costume Quest, it's, it's short and just likeable. Like, yeah. It is just like, oh, yeah, yeah it's good. Stacking's yeah, it's got some
1: good ideas to it, as well. But... i really enjoyed stacking. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, no, stacking's great. Yeah, um, I, I got that. Yeah, I mean, I mean speaking, of, <laughs> speaking about how they're bad at marketing, did you know there's a costume quest too? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Me neither.
1: It's <laughs> not made by them, is it? It's not developed by oh, them. Not? No, it's kind of like a, maybe it's co-developed between one and the other, but I think they would uh, like okay. the publisher of it because Double Fine are apparently uh, okay. now a publisher as well, like with Gang Beasts. But again, like, yes, they, they it's sign right. games. Which is a fucking
2: awesome thing. Yeah, that's a fucking awesome mm. thing to sign. Yeah. That's mm, a winner. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that is a, yeah. yeah, that is a winner indeed. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Double Find, to me, they feel like they've got those kind of core ideas, like harken back to what Rare used to do back on the N64. It's like they had, a, they had a good idea and they've turned mm. it into something. It's like a really good game. Like, Massive Chalice is a really good game. And it's kind of mm. like, it's, it nods back to other games, but it has its own spin as well. So when in the yeah, future you'll reference back to massive chalice instead of another game.
0: Yeah. And like, you know, when you first do um like a battle, you are straight away you're like, This is fucking XCOM, you just nicked it. Yeah. Like the way like the movement system works and stuff is, is identical. But again, like yeah, once you start getting into the um the whole sort of like, you know, huge timeline of it and figuring out how things work. And like it's just great how it just like i've I've had some like genuine like dropping the pad on the floor and putting my hands over my mouth moments like (laughs) fuck like just when stuff's gone like hilariously wrong like i've had now like alchemists throw like bombs right Mm -hmm. um and they can miss um and hit three of your allies and kill them all in one go (laughs) um and it's fucking horrifying because again like you know you have this whole thing of like managing families like you if you're desperate enough you can have like you know the remaining um like you know the one person who's left of a certain bloodline and if they go that's it and it can be like a really powerful bloodline that you're trying to keep a hold of um it's just, yeah just like just so many moments of just like just brilliant little dramas and stuff Mm. It. Um, yeah, I kind
1: of wish I was I playing this it. game on a handheld. Like you say, Vita would have been a great platform yes. for it because you yes. want to Some kind of just flick Vita, it on be... and off. Whereas yeah. if you sit down in front of your TV, you're kind of in it for the long haul, and my yeah. attention span doesn't really yeah, 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 lend itself well to turn-based games on a big screen. I, I don't know why, but you know, <laughs> I, I think the like Fire Emblem DS or 3DS, you know, perfect because you can close the DS whenever you want to, and same as Advance Wars. Like, I've yeah. always associated turn-based strategy with handheld. And so I do struggle Mm -hmm. to sit down in front of a big screen and play a turn-based strategy game, because I guess because it's a slower paced game, you feel like you're not getting enough reward per minute, if you know what I mean. It's really weird. It's a really weird kind of a mental association you have with that genre. No, oh, I get screen. that. Yeah. I,
2: I, I struggle to sit down and play like games where I'm going through menus on that. But again, if I'm playing it on my commute to work, I ain't really got much choice, yeah. so I just sort of get yeah, into that's right, it. That's yeah. <laughs> um, why I
1: play through Codename Steam. I don't think I'd play through Codename Steam if it was a Wii U game, but because I was yeah, forced to go I to know, London and back every day, I had a mission back and forth, so it was like, done. Like, genius.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, that. Massive Chalice does have like a really nice rhythm to it in the way that you like, the reason I was able to play it until three in the morning is because, like, there was always something slightly different that was demanding my attention. So mm-hmm. right. so you do, like, a battle, and then it's like, right, fuck, so that person died, so I need to get, like, you know, like, I need to figure out how I'm going to, like, breed more of this class. or um, And then you've got, like, each of the battles is, like, ten years apart, or thereabouts. So you're sort of hmm. trying to figure out sort of things you want to put in place and then hope that, like, certain people are like you know, turn fifteen by the time <laughs> the next battle comes up because otherwise they're not going to be able to fight um, and stuff like that. And then yeah, so you're making those decisions, and then it's like right, fuck, there's another fight, and then and they're attacking these two territories. And if I don't defend this one, I'm going to lose this this house forever. Um, or, and yeah, and there's like little story events that appear, um, and you have to make weird decisions. It's Yeah, it's really fucking interesting. Well, I've so, got it. I might give it a go. You hmm. should.
2: Yeah. Speaking of stuff that um, we should all give a go. Uh, I gave you a code for this during the week. I don't expect you to have played it yet, but, um. No, I haven't yet. Um, I've got into the alpha of Rising Thunder, the new beat 'em up by mm. Seth Killian, um, who worked on Street Fighter 4 and is now like a fighting game commentator. Now, and Indie Dev, as it turns out. Um, now, it, it is a fighting game, but what's really interesting about it is there seems to be a bit of a backlash towards Street Fighter 4's execution um, in recent times. Loads of people have come out of EVA going, I want to play Street Fighter. They've picked up on the PS4 and gone, I can't play Street Fighter and bounced it straight (laughs) off it. And that's understandable, because Street Fighter 4 has a lot of what are called one-frame links. And put that simply, there's 60 frames a second, so when you're doing a combo, when you do a move, there is 60 frames in each bit of animation, yeah? And like, you know, as every second there's 60 frames every second. When you're doing a move, every move has like a certain amount of frames that it takes up out of those 60. And there's a load of rubbish maths about like which ones start up faster so you can get an advantage. And that's called frame counting. But what Street Fighter has, it has a bunch of combos that can only be linked at one specific frame. (laughs) So you need to know exactly when to press the next button. And it's a bit of a fucker. And then when you factor in the fact that the PS4 version launched with a bit of input lag, and most TVs have a bit of input lag Mm -hmm. and most people are playing it online which if you're not wired is going to have some lag and then the the PS4 controller is wireless (laughs) there's just too many things to give you an excuse when you're shit at the game when you're like, I can't fucking do this. It's cause of the fucking TV or something like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's basically that. And one of the things that does do is it, you can feel it online. If you've got a bad connection straight away, there are certain things you can't do. Like, um, my man Abel has a step kick where he boots him in the stomach. And if you tap the dash command in as it hits, he'll dash forward. Now, whenever I'm playing anyone offline, I can dash forward and the next hit, I can hit the one frame link. So that first kick is hit one of the combo, and when I get up close and personal, that's hit two. So I've got a two-hit combo straight away. But usually when I'm playing it online, the second there's any latency at all, well, I can't chain those two together, can't get the timing right. So, I mean, it's still very quick, but it does mean an expert player could block feasibly between those two, because they're not chained together. So, I think my ears have just glazed
1: over and that's why yeah, it's I fine. like Smash it's Brothers. Because no, no, no,
2: this- <laughs> I,
1: Not to disrespect Street Fighter, but when you were talking and you even taught me how to street fight the other day in the pub, say you talk. taught me how to win. I, ta- I, ta- I taught you a lesson. <laughs> oh no, I did. I actually
2: taught you how to win, didn't yeah, I? you told me how
1: to press two buttons. Yeah, I did. Win. I went
2: like, don't touch any of these. Pick Ken but- and use that button. <laughs> like, you were talking then, and my, and my ears just sort of closed
1: away, and I was like, right, this is why I enjoy Smash Brothers, because I'm an idiot, and well, I, I,
2: I like throwing green shells around more than I like doing Hodorkins. Well, it's interesting you say that. This is why mm. this game is quite good. What they have done is they have removed that completely. I'm in. Okay, right? <laughs> you ha- the, the whole game uses an eight button setup, which can be mapped to a dual shock perfectly. And yes, I say dual shock because this is a game that can be played really well with a pad. <gasps> Not a fight stick. You don't need, right. So obviously you've got your movement. It's a 2D game. One of the buttons is a throw and one of the buttons, um, yeah, so you've got one button for throw. That's just on its own there. You've got three strikes. A light one, which is short range and quick. A medium one, which is quite long range and medium speed. And then a heavy one, which is, you know, you sweep. So it's slow, medium hmm. range, but does a lot of damage. And they do different things in the air. Pu- they mix up punches and kicks depending on the animation of your character. It doesn't matter. But then it doesn't really matter in other fighting games when you've got six. Because like, they usually do the same job a lot of the time. So hmm. you've got three punch buttons. You then have three other buttons. These are your three special moves. You activate a special move by pressing one of the buttons. That's it. There's no button commands. There's no down, down, forward, forward. There's no back for two seconds forward. You just press the button. So if you're playing as the robot Shell, who has a fireball, her fireball is performed by pressing X. Press X, she throws hmm. the fireball. Press X again, as long as the cooldown timer is gone, you throw the you throw the next fireball. That's it. So it completely removes execution. You hmm. You will never mess up the move as long as you know what button to press. Which means it's entirely down to you. Your reaction speed. How well you know the matchup, how well you know the person you're playing it, how well you know the character he's playing playing you mm.
3: with.
2: You know like your timing when to use what move what's going to be the most effective yes there are combos but there's quite generous frames in it between it so it becomes basically a game where when you're watching these two top level street fire guys at evo they're doing all this amazing stuff and because i know they're doing these one frame links i'm just like i couldn't even ever imagine playing at that level as well as not getting panicked in the moment and as well as never fluffing the move which is something i do all the fucking time where i accidentally put in the wrong input so you see them doing all this amazing stuff where they're plucking people out of the air and hitting moves and stuff like that. This is a game which allows you to feel like that like mm. when you're playing it, because once you've found the character you like the moves of, it becomes the case of you implementing them in battle. And you're never going to mess them up. You're never going to, like, oh, there's my great moment. I've just made it past this guy's defences, and now I just want to hit him with a Hadouken, and I've fucked it because I got panicked. and <laughs> No. You just press the button. Yeah. It's really really interesting and one of the things they do is all the moves are on a cooldown. So like if you throw a fireball the cooldown's like half a second. So you can basically okay, so you can't oh, just but yeah, so, you can spam fireballs because the cooldown's yeah. half a second but that's the whole mm, point yeah. of fireballs in a fighting game. You use it as a zone. Yeah. But the guy yeah. I play as Talos he's got this air grab where he like puts his hand up and he plucks them out of the air and gives them a big slam which you can actually then combo into with some extra, some other moves. So if you're fighting me as him, you'd never want to jump at me because I'm never going to mess it up. Yeah. Because all I got to do is press circle and you're getting fucking grabbed. But that, it is something that you can bait out of me. So if you do some cheeky things and backdash and force me to do that air grab, well, the cooldown on that's about three seconds. And if you know that hmm. because you've been messing around in practice mode and learnt the matchup, that's my only anti-air option. <laughs> So, you know that if I, you've baited that out of me, you can categorically jump in at me as much as you want, and I have to think of a different strategy. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, it is like you are, it's, it's all the cool stuff that you hear about when you see all these, you know, high level people talking about strategy on Evo and things to look out for and stuff like that. It, it, it allows you to get a taste of that. And I think it's really yeah. interesting. It's in technical alpha, which from what I was I've, going got, to say, from it, what I've, it,
0: it doesn't, from what you're telling me, it doesn't sound too fucking bad. Well, thing like, is, it's it's, it's really an early... good
2: and it's really well balanced. But the thing is though, right. apparently technical alpha means this is literally a proof of concept. Right. Like it might be totally different when it comes out. <laughs> like they might they, I've heard I've even heard rumours that they might be changing all the characters and stuff like that. This is literally just yeah,
3: right. this
2: does this idea work? But surely if the feedback's that positive... Well, obviously, then... you know, that, that's one thing that they're going to look at. But yeah, it's yeah. it's so impressive. And it's and it seems to be something that is um, rubbing off on other fighting games because Killer Instinct has very generous links as well and that's doing really right. well. And I've played Street Fighter Five, and that game has zero one-frame links in it. And a lot of this right. is down to the fact that online is just such a priority moving forward for a lot of these games that you just can't have something that requires a single frame yeah. when you're factoring yeah. in the internet. So Street Fighter V is like three is the lowest, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's an easier game to do combos. But then they've I've seen interviews with the guys um, behind Street Fighter V and they've all said the same thing. It's just like, we want to remove the execution barrier. We want it to be
0: about what you're
2: doing, not
0: if you can do it. Which is interesting because I can see people being really precious about that and being like, some, no, fuck you, it's not a proper fighting game. Is that some, happening? So, or is that- some are, but then yeah, like... Yeah. You
2: can't, you can't fucking learn Daigo's reactions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, that's, that's, that's sort of what it is. It's like, and the way that he learns a matchup, like the amount of times, you know, that he's, you know, he's legendary for it where he, he prefers longer sets because he gets drilled by someone in the first two games and you think, ah, right. oh, Daigo's lost it and then you know the big statement he's downloaded them he's downloaded them <laughs> cuz then they just they don't get a touch on him for like the remaining three sets cuz he's just like yeah. i've got you figured out yeah. well like that's stuff like that seems to be being pushed as a more important part of fighting games yeah yeah and i'm i think i'm all for it <laughs> like <laughs> it, it is a shame that that really high end execution is going because mm. it's fucking awesome when you're watching someone doing all that amazing stuff Especially if you've tried to do it yourself. But then that's the same as like playing any sport, isn't it? When you see someone do amazing stuff when you're playing football and you just, you know, like, that your shit legs can't do that. And you're like, oh yeah, well, of course (laughs) that takes talent. Um, but whatever, I think that like, with esports being huge, fighting games haven't quite got a piece of that pie yet, Mm. if you know what I mean. And I mean, one of the guys behind this game, uh, as well as Seth Killian, is one of the guys who made Evo. And I can see that this is sort of an attempt at going, well, you're going to have all these people watching Evo. If they play my game, my game is going to get them up to that standard where they're going to feel like, yeah, I'm doing well a mm. lot quicker than people who went straight onto Street Fighter 4 after Evo and just bounced straight off it again. Cause it's just like, yeah, this game's fucking punishing. Mm. So well worth it. And apparently all you got to do to get into the technical alpha is sign up and wait. They're not being, they're not okay. being wanks about it. And then um, when I signed up, a day later, they sent me two additional codes to give to friends, which is really weird considering there's no friend matchmaking at all in it at the minute. But, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why, but it's quite, you know, like it's, 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 if you like fighting games, it's well worth going out of your way to, to give it a go.
1: So with Rising Thunder being more, uh, I hate to use the word simplified, but I guess it is, is there, what game's going to be the game where the technical fighters go and play? Well, I heard that for...
2: on SNK's website they were advertising for staff to make a new King of the Fighters, so right. Gonna, right. Yeah. Yeah. it'll be something like that. But then Street Fighter 4 is going nowhere as well, just because 5's mm-hmm. coming out, there'll they'll, they'll still be a big scene for that. It takes a few years for it to bed in usually, mm-hmm. so, so it, it'll still be about. But no, apparently there's a, there's a new King of the Fighters on the way. And also, like, Guilty Gear. I mean, that's new, and there's, like, four different ways to fucking block in that game. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I've tried, I mean, I really like Guilty Gear XR, RD, but I can't get my head around it. <laughs> like, it's too complicated.
1: What about Blaz Blue or Blaze Blue? Is that still Yeah, the thing? I,
2: I've been playing that as well on the PS4, and that's, just, again, I can't get my fucking head around it. Anime fighting games, man they're for kids Bizarre you know, kid. Avenger is she still going they're for or kids he? with more reactions than me that's what they are <laughs> yeah hmm should yeah it does simple, look good yeah.
1: that Rising Thunder does look good it's, the name doesn't really do a lot yeah well it's excited ro- for it.
2: robots and mm. the word Rise in the title so it's risky yeah. it's risky fucking business you know what I mean <laughs> 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 but that's I guess that's their priority you know, they're going to try
0: and change that change that stigma once and for all <laughs> good luck should we? I mean, there's other things I could talk about, but we've been going on for a fucking. What are the, while. What are the go, other? Should, what? Tell me the other things, and I'll tell you if they're worth talking about. I've played some. You know, I forgot to mention this last time. Uh, you know, over E3, Nintendo put a load of Wii U demos up. Yep. Yeah, no. Carry on. Move on, move on. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> Questions. <laughs> <laughs> What about Yoshi? What? You've been playing Yoshi? I've played a bit of Yoshi. Yeah, I'm saving it. Yoshi. Okay, good. I've only, I mean, I'm still in the first world, and apparently okay. like World 3 is where it fucking starts. Yes. I like, more. It, I already adore it. Like It is the sequel to Yoshi's Island. Okay, this is, to that's a big Nordic, is i wait. Yeah. I'm
2: just mm. bringing up the questions. I've not got job So it's fine. You can talk about your fucks. Yeah, right, one, you one
0: job. One job.
2: Yoshi's a good oh, old game, oh, it, get, yes. get, it, it
1: turns into a proper Nintendo, a typical Nintendo difficulty curve where it's like, here's a fun game, it controls really well, which is quite weird for a Yoshi game because usually they're quite a bit too light and fluffy, you know, the, Yoshi doesn't mm-hmm. really play that well f- for most of the games, for me, like Yoshi's Story mm-hmm. for example is That's basically a just a... That's problem I have a, as well. It's like yeah. a walking simulator,
0: you know what I mean? Like, Yoshi's is very floaty, isn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah,
1: but this one on the Wii U, he controls really well and it's spot on. Like feel good mm. or good feel, I can't remember what they're called now. But feel good, I think good have uh, yeah. you know they've, they've you know they've done a really good job in making basically a weird sequel to Kirby's Epic Yarn, but with a really good kind of control scheme. That's
0: well, the thing, yeah. Like it's a sequel to Kirby's Epic Yarn and Yoshi's Island at mm. the same time, which is quite a feat it's yeah. <laughs> I did not expect it's, to yeah, I, I bought it, really it cool. and I
1: was like right this is going to be another Yoshi game and I played it and I was like I yeah. can't stop playing it like and I ended up replaying yeah. the levels over and over again because the core fundamentals of Yoshi's woolly world is really really good better than I thought it would be anyway
0: yeah yeah it's really interesting as well because I'm already like getting because like through playing Yoshi's Island as much as I have over the years. Mm. You know you just get like a sense for where the secrets are. Um, yes that's right yeah. It's probably like probably because the game's actually doing loads of really smart subtle things sort yeah, of things to little yeah well that's little bit Nintendo
2: way. have always been good at isn't it doing that amazing yeah. thing they do it with Zelda games all the time where like you will figure out what it is like, yeah, like yeah. you'll figure out the solution mm. seconds before it obviously goes, and this is the solution, so <laughs> you do feel like of oh, man i'm fucking clever, even though Subtly it was just going, This is what you do, like the whole time. Yeah, it's yeah. like
0: there's there's bits where like so New's watching me play it and there are sections where like there'll just be like a there'll be like a, a wall and then some platforms going up it <laughs> and I ignore the platforms and run straight at the wall and yep. I can go through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's a secret bit. And New's like, How the fuck? And then but then like so you sort of look at it, and it's like, well, yeah, because you realise that as you're approaching the wall, the camera sort of pans like a cr- like into the wall a little bit mm. like more than it would right. normally and that's the game sort of subtly going oi fucking in here <laughs> um, and it's just things like that you're picking up on without even realising it and yeah and just like there'll be like little sort of like nooks that there appears to be no reason for I'm like there's going to mm. be a fucking cloud there with with items yeah, and, 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 the just, with and then symmetry, you go there and you
3: There's
1: a, there's a thing behind the symmetry. Like if there's a, if there's a block and a block in the middle is going to be a, you know, a secret. Same as Zelda. If if there's a ring of plants, you know, to bomb the middle bit because symmetry is the, you know, is the answer. (laughs) It's, you know, it's there and right in front of you. But Gemma, my fiance was saying like, you know, like during the later levels of Yoshi, I don't want to spoil it, but it gets really hard. Like it's proper, like Mm. really Mm. hard. Gemma's like, well, how do you know where you're going and what you're doing? And I was like, because of the audio visual. Kind of synergy to use that word. Like, like I'm I'm not looking at Yoshi when I'm playing. I'm looking like a few, you know, bits ahead of him because. I know yeah. that Yoshi's always going to be in the middle and he's always going to make the noises. So when you do your double jump, he makes the noise like he's having a poo. Like, and then when you do the down <laughs> stomp, he's like, you know, he does the noises. So like everything yeah. Nintendo feeds you is just notifications of just like, Yoshi's doing this now, Yoshi's doing this now.
0: So yeah, it's it- almost like sort of Jeff Minter esque in that, like you say, it's this perfect sort of audio visual language that you sort of read without even mm. knowing it. It's fascinating.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what you say about the later worlds, especially as someone who really enjoyed Yoshi games previous, because, yeah, yeah, Mm. it's a proper good one.
2: Mm. You got those questions? I have, yeah, yeah. I I mean, you guys talk about Yoshi. (laughs) Okay, starting it. Co Mutiny says Breath of Fire 4 involves a scene where a character massages a frog. What is the best frog in video games? Already, the, like, frog, the, the, frog these questions are better
1: than most podcast questions. Like most podcast questions are really shit, and I turn off by now. But already, sorry,
2: yeah, buckle up. Best frog in
0: games, Chrono Trigger, isn't it?
2: it's Frog from Chrono Trigger. Yeah, uh, I, it's I got a hell of a storyline attached yeah. to
0: it as well, isn't <laughs> like it? He, he is a legend. Isn't there a Although, frog? Although the one from Vivipini is pretty good. Yes. Uh, isn't there a frog in the Mojo King B level in Guitaru Man? Yeah, maybe he's probably pretty good as well. But where, 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 where do we some of the battle toads on this? I
2: mean they're toads not, they're ultimately toads. aren't <laughs> they? But you know, do they get a frog pass because of like the limited no. options?
0: No. I don't know if they do. Fuck them off. Oh, uh shit. What was Well that? they're definitely um... the best toads, so, like they're they're in a league of their own, <laughs> aren't they? Mate, no, best best frogs in games fucking frog minutes. Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember Frog Minutes? Yes. Frog Minutes. Suda 51's yeah, Suda51's iOS game, Where minutes. you spot frogs. Yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> that Frog <laughs> Fractions, the frog yeah, thing. Frog, frog Fractions. fractions. a lot I, of good frogs. I'm yeah. kind of glad
1: no one said Slippy, but he's a toad, isn't he? He's Slippy, yeah, toad, he, yeah. well, he's Slippy a toad. toad. Yeah. Oh,
0: Slippy oh, toad. yeah, Slippy Toad, he's not
2: yeah. as good as the Battle Toads.
1: But he acts like a frog. He's <laughs> as limp as a frog.
2: He is. He isn't frog as good as the toads. He, like, in the toads, he is the worst toad. This- <laughs> like, like, like
0: all three battle toads are better than him. Rash there's no fucking- um, there's no bit in Star Fox where Slippy Toad actually like turns out to be brilliant, is there? There's no like resolution for it. <laughs> I don't him. think like so. He's just, no, he's just kind of crap. And then if you if you're really good, he makes it to the end. Yeah, but then again, the thing which I always found is, like really weird is like in
2: Lila, the easiest person to get shot down in the first level is Falco, yeah. which shows some hubris storytelling. <laughs> That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's the one who's like actually hardest to keep alive on level. Oh, um, Athene Allen says if you had to save one person from the heat death of the universe, why wouldn't it be Guy Woodward? So what you're saying here is that you would condemn, of all people, Guy Woodward, to have to roam
0: the scorched the earth alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, heat death is when all the heat runs out, so it wouldn't be scorched; it'd be. Or everything would be frozen. Yeah, so you're condemning guy to roam the frozen wastes. Well, that's kind of like Twitter. I mean that that's sort of how he (laughs) perceives real life. I think. I don't think that's going to be much much of a change. (sighs) Um, I don't know. I'd probably like I'd save someone who I
2: hate, so they have to deal with that. (laughs) Like, Mm. (laughs) probably pick someone from the games industry. It's fine. Um, Wendy Pitchford is hot at the moment, isn't he? Fuck him! Yeah, Pitchford. Pitch yeah, he needs to call me about this Jude Nukem game thing. <laughs> like, if you're listening, Randy, right? We you get this. You know what they were saying earlier about like the value in like gold? like it's it's worth nothing to us like this, but with me, mm. it's worth everything. <laughs> Just give me a call, Randy. What would you uh, do? A sequel
1: to Zero the, Hour or a sequel to Time to Kill? Be, or? It,
2: like I would go all in. Like it. It would be bad. It would be bad. <laughs>
1: Manhattan Project 2, would you do that?
2: I, I want to call it Jute Nukem Trigger Warning, because it's like the gunplay, um, like, slight wordplay on there as well. <laughs> you know, as, as, as well as just being, this game is going to be full of stuff that you don't like. And like, I, cause everyone's like, no, what you need to do to make Jute Nukem relevant in these days is, like, make sure that he's aware of how much of a relic he is. Yeah, that's one way of looking at it, but who says we have to go down that route? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, speaking of developers, listening to the show, apparently, uh, according to Chris Pistofferson, that is oh Twitter, yeah the best Twitter username, yeah, yeah. in the world. Uh, he so he met some of the guys who made Midnight Resistance, the game. Yeah, well, um, not, uh, they, they, the thing I, thought, I thought the you met the guys who ported
2: it to the C sixty four. It's even better. The
0: coders, didn't he? I, don't know, I, don't, I don't, oh, it's it's not know because it's by Data East, isn't it? So well, yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, don't know. Pa- apparently they've heard of us and I uh, wonder why we haven't been in touch. because we thought you'd sue us. <laughs> yeah, because we, fucking we were fucking scared. Desperately trying um, to avoid legal action.
1: <laughs> we're waiting for uh, the Kane and Lynch guys to come and uh, take us down with our pun on it's Kane and Lynch. Yeah. They're going to they're get us one day and then we're going we're to
2: go. Yeah, we need
0: to wait for the HD remake and then we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> See, the best thing about... Cain and Rince being called that and sounding like Kanan Lynch is that occasionally people say Cain and Rinch, and then it's like a racist joke. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be really careful.
2: Have you, um, have you ever done Cain and Lynch on Cain um, and Rince?
1: No, it's, it's, and it's, it is honestly our most asked question. Like emails,
2: Twitter, <laughs> like, have you done Cain and Kane Lynch yet? We're like,
1: no. It's like, I don't know if we're not doing it on purpose. <laughs> I haven't really spoke about it in a long time, but I think we're just kind of just like just letting it be out there outside the circle yeah, of that, Kane and Lynch. That, that is so like, actually an yep, interesting game
0: that. to do. You should know you should do it, and then you should be like, hey, you played Kane and Lynch? Yeah, it's not very good. Yeah, bye. See, um, really? Be- <laughs> I think that game's got some really good ideas in it. Oh, no, absolutely, mm, like the, yeah. Uh, one and two, both are. The
2: co-op bit where, like, the other person starts seeing civilians as cops. Have you ever... Yeah, yeah so, like, when there's one level where you escape in the bank, and there's, like, and you're being great, chased yeah, by yeah, cops, but he, the guy who's yeah. crazy whichever one it is, out of Kane and Lynch, <clears throat> he sees some of the uh, civilians that you're running past as cops that are shooting at him, and the yeah. other player sees them as civilians. So the other player might be like, what
3: the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like,
0: <Yeah. laughs> Isn't it like in single player, you're playing as Kane in that, or who, the, the non-sane, yeah. sorry, the, the sane one. And yeah, that's just like a little story event that happens that the insane one starts shooting at yeah. people. And you're like, mm. what the fuck? And yeah, and then in multiplayer, it, it tricks you into yeah. doing that. Which is fucking smart. Mm.
3: So
1: like better than any Eternal Darkness insanity thing
0: ever. Like it's just pre- in it, that one. Yeah, moment. it
2: is pretty good. Like I mean, the game just doesn't stand up to that, but it like yeah. it does have some yeah. cool ideas, in it? Um, he also asks Rocket League and Andy why uh, Rocket League yes and Andy why no. Um, <laughs> and uh, also assuming. Assuming between you, assuming between you you had to eat a member of the Midnight
0: Resistance Crew's member to survive, whose would it be and why? God, <sighs> whose dick are we going to eat? What?
2: Why are we getting asked this again?
0: <laughs> again, we've never been asked about eating each other's dick. Haven't we?
2: I'm sure we've been asked <laughs> Not this for
0: survival. Because <laughs> the, thing, the thing with eating a guy's dick, right, for sustenance, is you've got to get him going first to get your maximum value for money. Wow. Um, well, some of you. I'm not saying true. anything... Uh... <laughs> Um, and I what? mean you know uh, it's bad enough
1: why don't you shoot the poo ring like surely that's more oh, juicy God than sake. any cock why have surely we got surely that offers plate? more why have sort of you know <laughs> more nutrients why have we just flip <laughs> them over and eat them fucking arsehole
0: you'd have to like core it you know the thing like the things on apples <laughs> just like that uh,
1: just um, eat the gooch man that's probably got a more question, that's please. like a chicken skin that's KFC chicken skin is the gooch <laughs> that's some <something> of that <laughs> fuck it <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> Phil Wall says Konami hires you to create Metal Gear Solid six. What's your plot outline? I that, you see the thing is though, I, I see what you're trying to do with this question. But the thing about Metal Gear is if you want a serious answer to this question. We need to know what happens to the end of Metal Gear Solid 5
0: first. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> the thing, like, especially from certain rumors I've heard from people who've reviewed Metal Gear Solid 5, not that anyone's broken embargo. Um <laughs> It's fucking beyond parody, so there's, there's no way of answering this question, either sensibly or seriously. Wait, sensibly or jokingly. Yes, there are a few things I've heard about Metal Gear Solid
2: Five from someone who may or may not have played the game for 40 hours. I can't wait. Yep.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Um,
0: Sorry, we're being those dickheads. Yeah, Walnut Soap says...
2: Yeah. Can- Kojima's Silent Hill being cancelled, this Silent Hills being cancelled earlier this year shattered my world. What's your dream franchise slash director combo? I mean, I thought I had it when Kojima was Kojima was put on Castlevania for Lords of Shadow, but he, he wasn't, <laughs> was he? He just showed up at the end and went, "Hey, it's all right."
0: Yeah, put his name
2: on. <laughs> yeah, it and,
1: you take yeah. the director from Retro Studios and you make a Super Monkey Ball reboot with the Morph Ball technology well, from Metroid Prime. And, you know, sorted. Have some of that. Metroid, Super Metroid <laughs> Bull, Monkey
2: Mate, ball. look, the amount of people who kicked off a of Metroid football, you ain't getting
0: that. You're not getting away with that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... See, the thing, the problem with these questions is we always just revert to Platinum doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, they probably do it. it. If, you if you pitch know, them you an know, idea, see, they'll probably what, do I'm, it for you. I'm a little bit worried
2: about some of this Platinum stuff, because, like, the thing about Platinum is every time they put their hands to an action game, I'm like, yeah alright. Every time mm. they put themselves to something else, it's been a
0: bit like, well, alright?
2: Because and I've
0: heard some people sulking about the scale-bound footage. I was one of them a, sulking about the scale-bound well, footage. Well, 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 I have it on good authority uh, that Platinum are fucking fuming about the footage that Microsoft used. Because oh. apparently the, the, the actual game is is fine. There's no frame rate issue. No, it's not, it wasn't the frame
2: rate I couldn't give a shit about that. It just it looks like Xenoblade okay. Chronicles. Oh, okay. and, I, and like mm. Xenoblade Chronicles is a game I've bounced off twice now. Um, and like even the combat I mean it looked good but it didn't look like this is why I play a platinum game and and, and, here's the thing is the game might be brilliant Mm. it might be brilliant but it might just be a brilliant action RPG and I'm not sure I can be asked. Um, but it's got (laughs) the
1: prodigy in the soundtrack come on on (laughs) I heard the wild frontier riff and I was like (coughs) hold on if you're gonna fucking destroy some shit to Prodigy, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that because yes, it's sold. Because <laughs> <yeah.
0: laughs> the thing, I mean, what's kind of unfair on Scalebound is that dickheads like me, like it's the game that needs to sell them on the Xbox One. True. Um, which is a lot of pressure. Yeah, Um which is perhaps a so that's kind of an unfair yardstick for tell it. You what, um, tell you what, tell you what, oh, it's not buying a fucking console. I'm for. starting like, that's to the use my grind.
2: Xbox mm-hmm. One quite a lot. Like it's yeah. starting to claw its way in for a few things. Like a Master yeah. Chief Collection doesn't work, but it's cool to play that again. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Rare Replay. This is all old shit, but um like <laughs> yeah. even like Killer, Inst- See, Killer Instinct, I mean, I've, I've started I've, playing quite a bit on it, and I'm starting to like they, they've since they tweaked it so you don't have to use Connect it's like oh, that's kind of works a little bit better and like hearing all the stuff about the way it connects with windows 10 with the streaming stuff that's oh, yeah. exactly what i want from streaming i don't mm-hmm. want to have to stream it to a fucking vita you know or like the gamepad i like the idea that if i can just se- send the video to my pc upstairs when it's downstairs yeah. and carry mm-hmm. on playing with the same pad if it syncs mm-hmm. up to the pc there's a lot of a lot of stuff there that i'm kind of looking into and going all right okay no, this is, they're starting to, they're starting to do things with this machine. And this happened with the PS3. It took the PS3 a long while to get going, but, you know, the tail end of the last console mm. or the PS3 was where it was at, wasn't it? It just took yeah, a little yeah. bit to sort of switch over. But does mm. that crackdown stuff that they showed off at Gamescom, where it's like, if you play the single player game, it is this. But if you play it online with up to four of your mates, it uses Microsoft's m- often talked about cloud computing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to create Full destructible environments, which just look l- unlike anything you've seen before, and hmm. people are coming out of Gamescom saying, "Yes, it works. like real. <laughs> it, it, it happens." Yeah. It's that's it's what most of us should have
0: Network, though, that's the only thing that's still
2: yeah. That was over a local team. network, but they have announced they have said that like, oh, it'll take a little bit more bandwidth than most other games, yeah, yeah. but not as much as you think. So they're saying it's real. So yeah, it's getting there. It's getting there. What There's was your, the question? I forgot. Oh, I don't know. Pro- uh, don't what mind. games? Next one. Next one's Robotic <laughs> Monkey with a three instead of the final E in case you want to follow. Oh, him. he's a nice guy. He says, no split screen for Halo five. Have three, four, three driven the franchise <laughs> off a cliff. I think we've just answered that one. I'm I couldn't even give a shit about it. I'm really trying to care about Halo three, Halo five because mm. I'm, I am enjoying playing the Master Chief collection again, but, um, it's really good. I'm really struggling, and also like as I go through the games, I'm starting to burn out on them. Like again, I'm, re- I'm remembering that like although Odst and that were really good, it wasn't that I didn't like them that I stopped playing them. Mm. It's just I was like I'm sort of done. Like, mm. I don't yeah. really have any need to play that game again. Like I, I did Halo yeah. One through Three, loved every second of it, and started playing Odst and was like oh, they changed a bit, but not enough. I'm 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 alright with this.
1: Yeah, and we're playing um, them all for Kane and Rince. We're going through them every month. We do one Halo a month. And I've played through Reach uh, recently, most recently, and we'll talk about that next month on Kane and Rince. But ods we've been playing through again. And because it's so short, you appreciate it because it's so short. And you're like, well, that's over in an evening. Never mind, see you later. But yeah, I'm not looking forward to playing Halo 4 again because it isn't really Halo. It's it's yeah. a it's a good game in its own right, but it's not, it's not a Halo game. And 5, to me, looks like they're going more in that direction.
2: Yeah, well, I've got a theory about this that if you look at all the stuff that microsoft are missing out on when it comes to the big money esports stuff at the minute today they confirm that the call of duty world championships is going ps4 and um, the capcom pro tour stuff is all ps4 now the only other thing is obviously all the dota and league of legends stuff which doesn't have a console home so can't really jump on that at the minute the only thing that Microsoft have left is halo And I've just got a feeling that the single player in that is a bit of an afterthought, which is why it looks like Call Mm. of Duty. It just looks like a, you know, it doesn't look bad, but it just looks like a linear first-person shooter, corridors. It doesn't look like it has any of the big open firefights with loads of, you know, different methods to approach them like you had in Halo 3. It does just look like, here's the next set piece, and it's awesome. Because mm. the Halo themes playing, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I think that's the way they're going, and that's why I think they've taken out the split screen. Is I think that single player in that box is an afterthought.
1: Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, you know. And uh, you know, what other first person franchises have they got? They could, you know, maybe Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark. What do you reckon?
2: Do it, Perfect Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Live the dream. Bring it back, or <laughs> you know, or just someone sort out Gold Eye because that would be such a big deal, wouldn't it? I know we're going back onto it, but like, can you imagine that? If they were just like, oh, yeah, it's going to be downloadable next month. That's like a megaton announcement. Leaderboards. Leaderboards Snapshots. Gold I don't know if it would be these days. Though. I think it would be that the nostalgia buzz people are getting off Rare Replay already. Mm. If they got GoldenEye sorted out, I think that like everyone who has a copy of Rare Replay would buy it. If they sorted it out, out GoldenEye's frame
1: rate, people would buy it.
2: Well, they've sorted out the frame rate in the others, so... Yeah. <laughs> mm. You know, the signs are looking good. Jet Force Gemini is, has... F- Double-digit frame rates for the first time in some areas.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it runs well.
2: All right. Um, Chairman Blau says, which game contains the most delicious-looking food? Um, Final yeah, Fantasy XV. A... The, um, early, the, no, the um, Project the... Dusk uh demo. When you eat the food in nah, that, mate, it looks fucking yeah, real. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Goman sixty-four. The sushi food. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, the
2: big balls. Yeah, Mr. I was Ranger. actually playing that today. I was playing it on the train on the way to work. <laughs> Why? Because I've got it's, an emulator on my it's phone. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's one of my favourite games of all time. Just I just playing it. I never thought anyone would and play it in
1: 2015. Like,
2: oh, well, <laughs> you've come to
0: the right place. <laughs> <laughs> that game's brilliant. Was, um, I think about a year ago, I was playing through a load of Kirby's Epic Yarn with Owen. Um, or was it Owen? Or it might, no, it might have been, it might have been Chris Ban. Someone, anyway. <laughs> And there's, yeah, there's one level where, like, everything's made out of cakes. And mm. I was saying, like, you know you're fucking old when the idea of that, like, a whole world made of cakes is just like, oh, nah, no thanks. I'll fucking, I'll get, I'll I'll do something wrong with my stomach. <laughs> yeah, it's too much sugar. Yeah, it's like, Nah. No, i love have one no of those attacks appeal. where no, I've had whatsoever. too much sugar
1: in a day and I'll just got, have a massive sugar crash and I'll just feel ill for the rest of the day. I'm right? right, cheers. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's bad
1: times. It's like the, the idea of playing Zool again will make you feel sick just because of the <laughs> chopper chops everywhere.
2: Fucking like, chopper fuck chops. It. No, I'm yeah. all right. yeah, just looking at Zool. just like I put the disc in and I just passed out. It's so like vomit. <laughs> it got diabetes by
0: looking at the box art. <laughs> <laughs> um. uh, but yeah, the uh, stakes in Monster Hunter, man. Yeah, they're pretty good. So tasty. Oh, yeah. Um, so
2: tasty. Walnut Soap says so many fucking games coming out late this year that some just aren't going to get played. What are you sacrificing? And he shares my fucking stance on it by also saying, I'm looking at you, Blade Chronicles X. That's mine. <laughs> that I, yep. Every time I look see, at it, I've, I'm just like, I'm um, not going to bother with that.
0: Because I've borrowed uh, Batman from Sam White. Um, I need to give it him back to get yet, married because he wants it back. And. That game is clearly brilliant, and I don't know if I'm going to finish it. You bad man! It gets really good towards no, the know. end. I know. I mean, sure that, did you is. have to do all
2: the Riddler stuff. No one, no one, no sane person should do all that <clears> stuff. But <laughs> you should definitely finish it. Like it, it, it builds to an epic finale that's worth seeing. Like
0: it's <laughs> worth seeing. I'll I'll try. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I'm fully acknowledging that it's incredible, and yeah, even that I don't. Well, know I'm ha- I'm, gonna... I'm having that with The Witcher Three as I I put because I, I'm a massive Batman mark, and not just that, but
2: also the um those games specifically. Like I enjoyed City, but I really like Batman Arkham Asylum. And- I remember yeah. playing Arkham Asylum and thinking, "I don't want this game to end," when I knew yeah. it was coming to sort of the conclusion.
3: Yeah, and
2: yeah. to play a Batman game again that's like this polished, this good, this much fun with all this cool stuff in it that I was enjoying doing, um, I I put off The Witcher and I've struggled to go back to it because I'm a bit yeah. lost and sort of I just need a bit of time to just go right. I'm just gonna potter around and find my feet in the world again. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it, I can imagine it is a tough one to get back in. Yeah,
2: it's it's a it's it's tough, but like it's again like the Witch is the kind of game that's going nowhere because of like the law yeah. of next year's extra content and stuff. I just don't
1: think I'm going to play yeah, Fallout yeah. Four but because yeah, the Peanuts movie game is out a week before. I just don't know how I'm going to fit in Fallout Four and the Peanuts that's like movie. That's by Capcom,
2: isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Movie. I think it's by Capcom. I saw. I was in their offices and I saw like a massive fucking Snoopy. I was like. is he in fucking Street Fighter 5 like (laughs) like, like, is there something I'm missing oh right no they're making the Peanuts game okay fine it's very confusing for a second
1: but yeah there's there's, there's a lot of good games out and like Star Wars Battlefront as much as I'm trying to be like no this can't be a good thing I see videos of it and I'm like that game looks amazing and yeah yeah, I think that's going to dominate November for me so yeah There's, there's quite a few
2: I've actually said that a few times on Twitter that like there's all these amazing games coming out at the end of the year and I can just see myself playing fucking baths.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just it's yeah. see the gifts of like, yeah, it's Thai too... bombers and shit flying around. I'm like, and how is that not the best but thing? I, but I know what, I,
2: yeah, exactly. It's that. It looks awesome. It's Star Wars. And I know what I've been like with other Battlefield games and yeah. like other, like even I was like this with, um, Advanced Warfare last year. It was like, oh, I could play this, but I've got to get the disc out and Battlefield's already in the <laughs> PS4 and
3: yeah. I can
2: just press a button and be online <laughs> and I'm doing shooting. <laughs> So, I can see that taking over. But, yeah, poor mm. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Because, for all intents and purposes, it's going to be one of the best RPGs. Yeah. I just did, I can't be bothered.
1: It will be one of those games in like five, ten years' time. People will look back on it and go, ah, oh, more people should have bought the Wii U because Xenoblade Chronicles X. But, as of now, I'm just like, where? Well, yeah.
2: I might, ju- I, might buy <laughs> sure. I might buy it just to fucking, just to hold sh- it up in the air respect. like in ten years' like- time and go, yeah, I've got one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just out of respect that they did it. But that's it. <laughs> just forty quid. Just put on my shelf. Like, you know, represent, guys. Nice one. Um, Fighting JC says Guillermo is—is it? It's Guillermo, isn't it? Guillermo, Guillermo yeah. Del Toro says that he and Kojima are looking to work on a new project in the future. What would you want it to be? I just want him to carry on. Like PT, as someone as someone who likes horror games, PT was the the fucking next level in terms of like immersion and you know the way that horror is presented and the way that you know you could put puzzles into a horror game that kind of force the player to interact with the game more and almost let it invite it into their own life and i'm really interested to see like what ideas del toro can come up with and what ways kojima can do his fourth wall breaking stuff that P.T. hinted at. And see, I think it, it with, would be a shame to not see that through.
0: Yeah, like, because the thing with me and Guillermo del Toro is my experience and appreciation of him begins and ends with the Hellboy movies. That's fine. <laughs> but like, and <laughs> like, and you know, obviously you know me, like, I can't handle horror stuff, so to me, like, you, have you, you think, know, Hellboy films. this is
2: obviously the answer's no, but did you even, have you ever looked at P.T.? No, have
0: I have I think I, no, I watched... <laughs> I watched the video Dave Turner's making his poor fucking wife play it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But did you not get the fear from the video as well? Yeah. Because we put on... I was at work and I was showing one of the lads who I work with, PT, Mm. and I was Mm. showing him via a video someone playing it who jumped when the fucking ghost jumps out. Mm. And he jumped. (laughs) Watching the video, it was (laughs) like a meta jump.
0: By proxy, yeah, 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 yeah. and I was um, just like, that is. Oh no, scary. like I, I, totally respect uh, what PT is and does, and the effect it has on people. Like that is, that's skillful. Um, like it's not just Jack in the Box stuff, is it? There is a bit of that, but like a yeah. lot of
2: it comes from like the insane build
0: before it. Like the build yeah, yeah, before yeah. the Jack in the Box comes out is like nothing mm-hmm. else. Like yeah. it's just it's and just that you know, obviously like this psychology of it just being like, you know, the same corridor over and over and just but the way that obviously once you learn that like something's gonna be different each time, so you're in this familiar environment but your eyes are going absolutely nuts trying to like spot like fuck like what's gonna be different. Mm. That's that's smart. But um I can't play horror games. So um <laughs> the fact that like someone as clearly talented and imaginative as Gamer Toro like focuses on horror quite a lot. To me that's a shame, cause I can't enjoy it. Um, what if you
1: put PT in the cinema and you have a voting system where people go through different doors? So, like, you have PT two, for example, because Kojima wants to make a movie and Del Toro <laughs> wants to make a game. It seems so. Just fucking just merge the two together. True, put PT they're in they're the quite cinema. Fucking
0: pair in that regard, aren't they? In yeah. that neither of them really wants to be in the medium. <laughs> That's that that it. Like, I've had well enough of first.
1: this. <laughs> So if you have a PT voting system, like oh seventy five percent want to go through Dore, no, and everyone shits themselves, and it's all fun. Like just just do a Dragon's Lair in the cinema, but have it so you get you know, like bummed in the gob or something, aren't they?
0: Yeah, no, you get people like fighting in the cinema though. Like if you if you voted against <laughs> something, but then the majority voted something, and it was like a really bad choice, I'd be fucking fuming.
1: That's the real horror, man. You get a punch in the face.
0: The real horror is that it sets the audience against itself. And That's it. Time, yeah. Everyone dies. Brilliant. Next question. Um, next question.
2: Um, Bad Bonobo says, "Would you take the ability to teleport if it also meant no one would be ca- capable of remembering your name?" What?
0: don't <laughs> well, It depends. Like, does that mean they can't remember like you at no, all? No, I think he, or he, it he he just your says name? your name. So every time you meet someone, they're like, I
2: fucking. A uh, teleporting guy. <laughs> yeah, <Come in. laughs> yeah. No, I'm all right. I'm, <laughs> Surely I'm, that I'm all right. That's a good trade I'm all, off. all right with that. To be honest, yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to forget the fact you can teleport. Exactly. You just you just start calling you jumper. There you go. Like in that cool. Brilliant.
1: Film. Yep, I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Um, this is probably a question aimed at
2: me because I think if any of you've played it, uh, fighting JCCs, plays players Ryu for good, honest Street Fighter. Who do you play for good, honest Mortal Kombat? If there is such a thing, um, Raiden. Raiden is okay. good on his Mortal Kombat. Odd job. Odd job is I he's like not honest. Game, Goldeneye. eye. He's like banned. <laughs> he's banned. Who's good Honest Goldeneye. Oh. Good Honest Goldeneye eye is this is the fu- the fucking rules for odd, good. Moonraker. Clean. Lady. Solid. Honest. Goldeneye eye is Bond. Sean Bean. <laughs> Siberian Special Boris. Forces. And oh yeah, yeah. He's genius with his hood. Yeah, and a room of facility license to kill pistols only that's good honest Goldeneye that it's a race to get
1: versus crouched odd job that'd be great
2: because it's, a, it's, a, it's basically a race to get the Dostavi um, and, then, and then it gets real that is good honest Goldeneye fucking definitely <sighs> Siberian Special Forces is definitely part of that um, he's a dude he's the best character in God he needs his own game I would play the shit out of a game based around the Goldeneye character Siberian Special Forces <laughs> yes <laughs> Um, Nightmare Mode Go says Any interest in Mad Max and how much do you think it will suffer from sharing Metal Gear Solid 5's release date regardless of quality? Yeah,
0: first of all, that Jesus. is fucking stupid. Like- well, hang on. Hang on there. I think the two could play off each other quite nicely, because if Metal Gear Solid 5 is anywhere near as upsetting and stressful as some of the stuff in Ground Zeroes which it looks like it might be I'm going to need a fucking daft game to play, that, like, you know, in tandem with it. And from what I've seen from Mad Max, that could be it. Everyone died.
1: So I'm just reading the back of the uh, Super Mario Brothers VHS.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. As suppose, as suppose
1: that dinosaurs never died, but continued to evolve in a fantastic parallel universe alongside Brooklyn, question <laughs> 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 mark. Um, creating so, a yeah, city I don't a like... d- uh, Dino Hatton. Apparently that's a thing. <laughs> Dino Hatton is a real place in this movie.
0: <laughs> um, so like, for example, I was only able to do Far Cry 2 because I was playing it alongside Fable 2. Fable two's just fucking daft and quite good fun and easy, um, but it kept me balanced when I was going through the fucking hell that was. Oh man, two. the F- best sort of hell going. Yeah, but yeah, um, but it's fucking. It's an ordeal, um, and I think Metal Gear Solid Five might be <clears throat> might be similar. I'm going to need some levity, and I think cutting about post-apocalypse yeah. Australia blowing up bad bastards yeah. is probably. Yeah, I've it. like Bloodborne good alongside Yoshi.
1: It. You know. Yeah. Definitely. i um,
2: fucking Joe Scrabbles, um wrote a pretty glowing preview. Did he? Yes, because
0: I, I sort of I rewatched uh, some of the trailers and stuff after seeing the film, and I was like, oh yeah, like to be fair, they were sort of preemptively nailing it, from what I can tell. Yeah, well, they, I think they had a, they probably
2: had a bit of a, a bit of a yeah, fucking meeting. Looking, yeah, they yeah, probably yeah, had a bit yeah, of it because yeah. I know it's, it is one of those weird ones, isn't it, where it's not totally the movie tie-in, but um. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's got a bunch of cool ideas as well, (laughs) like like some really unique ideas in terms of like the car combat and the way that like you know you Mm. level up your character and abilities. It actually it actually looks really interesting. But yeah, who the fuck decided to put it out on the same day as Metal Gear Solid Five, which I think (laughs) yeah, I mean to be fair, like
0: obviously, like I'm sort of explaining one particular mindset where that might kind of work. Mm. But it's still, yeah, putting them up head to head. I'm
1: coming and, from the uh, mindset of Avalanche have got Just Cause Free out after Metal Gear, so maybe I'll buy Just Cause Free instead, because that's yeah. enough time <laughs> after Metal Gear that, you know, it kind of yeah. makes sense
2: to blow shit yeah. up. I mean, to answer the yeah, question, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, my interest in that game is quite high. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm. I will probably pick mm. it up as well as Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Alright. Next. Uh, where's my gift? Says, when will the inane banality en- end? <laughs> well, never. Obviously. Never. It'll continue to get worse forever. Worse. The Sonic Mole says, How hard could you wallop Davis Arini? And he's posted a picture of him looking <laughs> incredibly Kane esque. In I was gonna picture. say like <laughs> more so than usual in that picture. The fucking, is that actually a photo in- of Kane from Red Alert? Like is that the well, trick? the
0: best thing about that photograph is there's that picture behind him, and whoever's taken the photograph is fucking focused on the picture and not on him. <laughs> fucking idiot. Yeah, go and make a documentary, you belly. Well, he's struggling with that. Quite (laughs) hard. Frigging camera.
2: He's a bit of a. Like, like, Gamergate, notwithstanding, he's a fucking knob as well.
0: Like, (laughs) have you seen his fucking film he's made? Oh, it's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, is this the one where he's, like, fighting people in the streets and talking about how women are uh, awful? Kind of. He's more. They're a big part about it, but he's more just like.
2: He's just a proper, like, Republican. Yeah, yeah, he's just a bit fucking annoying, basically. The
0: one where he's cutting about with a pair of Yeah, it is
2: the one where he's cutting about with a pair of, yeah, a pair of It's <laughs> yeah, fucking. Yeah, it's it. so funny. It's it so funny. He sounds like
1: a helmet. He he, he really is. Is. <laughs> is. Like that is
2: a very accurate description of the man. Um, <laughs> right, um, renegade six killer says if you worked for videogamer.com, what would your exaggerated comedy character be called, and how would they act? <laughs> I keep getting asked, like, when are you going to be part of the Video Gamer Extended Universe? I'm like, you do realise that no one cares about our site. I mean, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening and reading what we do. Thumbs up. Much appreciated. But we are not big potatoes at all. We're quite, we're friendly <laughs> with a lot of these people. But friendly they would, they would gain nothing from putting us in <laughs> putting us yeah. in there Their quite an incredibly funny thing that they're doing at the minute although they've killed off burns who was the best All character right. yeah he got shotgunned. got point blank shotgun by tom ori <laughs>
1: That site is becoming more and more my favourite, most viewed thing. But it, yeah. Because, mm. you know, that Miller guy is obviously your entry point for that website, but then you click on other things and you're like,
2: actually... Well, the thing is that I, I do like that Like, there is actually a massive difference between Simon Miller and Miller. <laughs> like, yeah. They are very <laughs> different people. Simon Miller can't play um, fucking PT because he'll die. But, um, <laughs> but Miller, he'd fucking find out what's going on with PT. Find the truth behind PT. <laughs> Do you know what my favourite ever video that went up on um, Video Gamer was? It, was? it was actually a PT one. And it was when PT came out, and it was, re- was flash-released really late at night. And they left yeah. Bratz in the office when he was working there, playing it, <laughs> but he was trying to solve the puzzles. And the video, like it, it, it was cut down, but apparently it was like hours, like four or five hours. And he's just, because it was really late at night as well, so he's just slumped on the couch. And I, I, I might be remembering, this he doesn't react to any of it. He's just like... Because <laughs> it's really late, so he's obviously tired. He's like, uh just go around this corner yeah. again. I don't really know what to do. Um <laughs> I guess I'll just figure out this puzzle next. See if anyone on Twitter's figured out anything. He's just looking at his phone and stuff. It's just the most fascinating <laughs> thing. Just, just completely um,
0: no cells. PT. My favourite Chris Bratt story is when... <laughs> So uh, we met him at Res'd yes, that, we did. Uh, this I year having a coffee. March. It was very good. Um, I and mean, for some reason, we got onto the subject of anime. And I was saying, because I, I don't know, it came up. And I was like, yeah, people keep banging on me. there are anime. I should apparently check out. And I've never enjoyed any of it. And he's just like, oh, mate, One Piece. Like, One Piece was fucking really good. And then, <laughs> so we did the live show at Loading that night um was it that night maybe the day yeah, after it, yeah yeah um, around
2: that time yeah
0: and there was and when uh friend of the show cy reed and uh saber pulse were doing their sort of dj sets afterwards the visuals was like it was like a countdown wasn't it like top 100 anime or something right which we were just ignoring obviously and then we, and yeah and then the place was absolutely packed so we left and then <laughs> i just remember getting back to yours and you were just looking at your phone, and you just started creasing up. And I was like, "What?" You said, "Apparently, Brat is kicking off at loading. because one piece isn't the top one anime <laughs> ever made. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, he, like was nowhere near the top spot. Apparently, he was just going fucking wild in loading. <laughs> Strong
2: performance, yeah. well, lad. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Basically, the answer to that question is, I'll be the crazy one who drinks all the time, and Sean'll be the straight laced one who." heaven yep. forbid we get into trouble again but secretly is like in the toilet with a copy of Bayonetta um, Duke of Jam has asked a couple of questions, he says best thing you can buy in a bakery? sausage, sausage rolls, rolls. Um, <laughs> the sausage, that's... easy um, oh god, right, fucking the road we are going down, um, he says you're about to wank <laughs> live on TV what background <laughs> music do you choose? <laughs> one, a kicking sax solo, two a funky techno number or
0: three, nothing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Didn't you? you nothing. Got a question be
0: about my uh, me talking about my master bait. Uh, yeah, someone said like, like, like he's quite frank of it. Do you do you find that uncomfortable? And I was just like,
2: well, no, because like it's all played for laughs. <laughs> like yeah. it's not like he's giving me fucking advice. Because <laughs> like, that would be odd, um, but. <laughs> I'd
1: rather have the uh, tutorial probably... music from Little Big Planet. You know that usual blue Peter panning over the kids. Oh, <laughs> hang on, I bet that'd not. be good. <laughs> yeah, just just nothing. Just just the uh, the rhythmic slapping of your balls and your cock would be the music, wouldn't it?
0: Slapping your balls. What sort of technique is that? Hey man, you don't know. Sounds sounds painful. I'll teach you. <clears throat> <laughs> um, uh, it's got to be the sax solo for me. I think.
2: Yeah, maybe that. Well, I'll. T- yeah, in which like case, I, I guess power. I guess I'll take the funky techno number then, just to <laughs> <I've> covered <laughs> all <the> bases.
1: <laughs> Channel one, two, and three. Just flick between them. And there so you it- go.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like a yeah. Like one of those flick books. Like DVDs Just horrific. the language tracks,
2: it? <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> What's next? Um. Next is um. From Ryan Marek, he says, "Are there any games you guys love that everyone else hates? Like a guilty pleasure."
0: Um, I'm pretty sure everyone anyone who knows us knows the answer to these <laughs> and me it's, it's Dynasty Warriors Armored Corps too human Dynasty Warriors isn't a good pleasure but carry on <laughs> um, no you know what I mean they're, they're, most people don't like it really so they're, they're fucking wrong Shadows That's of the
1: pretty... Damned for me I like that game but everyone fucking shat yeah, yeah. all over it yeah I really I, like
0: Shadows of the Damned I enjoyed what I played of it I never got to the turret section which apparently I, fin- I finished it
1: it's alright oh yeah I finished it I thought it was really funny like everyone else Shuttle yeah. It's much like Bulletstorm. I found it quite funny in a stupid way, but everyone has dogged all over it. I like Bulletstorm for the gameplay. Uh,
0: Bulletstorm's bullet funny. Bullet
1: yeah, yeah. you know, it was all right. I, I mean, mean, it's it.
0: it's it's harder to take the edgier elements of the humour since we found out the guy behind it is a Gamergate supporter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That taints it a I bit. I didn't know
1: that until now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hate Never <clears clears throat> not. Um... um
2: so, yeah. Shadow of the Dam. I'll stick with that Shand, one. a good one. Yeah. Uh, I've got a real soft spot for like crappy survival horror games. Like basically, yeah. I've, I've played some really bad ones and been like, ah, this is alright, I'll be lying if I wasn't enjoying it. So, those. And I've got, I think my main thing is like, obviously I played for all the N64 games, I've got a soft spot for games on the N64. That kind of era. Mm-hmm. There's something mm-hmm. about the graphics and the kind of, I don't know, the sort of feel of most games on the N64 that I find it oddly comforting mm. so I can, put, I can mm. put up with a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot. What's next? Next is from
0: Angry Kurt. It says, would you rather be Miller from the Miller Report or Old Dad Jim? I don't think either of them are happy. <laughs> to be honest. I don't envy either of them. Why we, hang on, why we keep getting questions about fucking video Because they're games? really popular at the minute and but more popular than us. Um. Yeah, but they, we never <laughs> normally get questions about other sites that we like. It's normally like, hey, do you, who, which one of the Yogscasts would you kill the highest? I don't even know name all them, uh, so I'll just say all of them. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think one of them's called Simon. There you go, him. Um, From Yogscast, I mean, I'm not being dismissive about Simon Miller. Yeah, you can pay it's 20 quid in, to go and meet the
1: Yogscasts if you want. 20 quid?
0: Yeah, bargain.
1: want do that? Two hours? Um, That's 10 quid an hour. Or you could just buy a Rare Replay and have a better time.
0: You could. Wait, I'd have to buy an Xbox One as well.
1: Right? <laughs> oh, forget it. Go no, meet no Yogscast. So
0: actually, that cast <laughs> business is looking like a pretty sound investment. Do right it. Mm. Uh, all right. you also
2: ask which game is the Man United of video games and who is the Newcastle Tottenham? I can't be asked another bit because you'll say, he says, who is the Newcastle Tottenham, etc. which means, no, I'm not going down the entire Premier League. giving a team. <laughs> Who is the Man United? So a team that is like team that is popular worldwide, but hated by people who actually know their stuff. Assassin's Creed, Call isn't it. it?
0: I was going to say, yeah, yeah it's like Call of Duty. Yeah, no, Call of Duty has Creed. moments of greatness. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, Assassin's Creed. Um, all right. Hex Pensioner. Good name. Says...
2: It's good, <laughs> and he's got an avatar that bears that out as well. Yeah, he says, the plane fully you... Fully the plane you and your choice of video game characters are in has crashed, like the film *Alive*. Who do you tuck into first? It's a lot of cannibalism going in. What's going on? <laughs> um, Could we have this
0: the other week as well? Maybe. I just like yeah, just. So I was eating each other. not Maybe ro- uh, not just stick
2: a load of Pokemon in with me because they're animals, so I'll just fucking off them and eat them.
0: Jigglypuff. Yeah, but they've all got like near human intelligence, though. Not mm, Licky Tongue. That's Licky
1: Tongue's a... an idiot. Yeah,
0: that <laughs> you can that... eat a Licky
1: Tongue and you'll feel fine. Yeah, it'd be great. Maybe, you'd probably have yeah, an acid that, trip as well. It'd be yeah, great. Fucking...
2: Yeah, and also, what was it if, like, because I just said random Pokemon, what was if you were, like, sat next to a fucking Machoke or something like that? <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> that, you I mean, up, that's a battle
0: to the death, isn't it? Like,
1: <laughs> fucking it'd strangling. He'd and... knock you out and eat you, man. It'd, you'd be mm, dead truck and eat okay. and shut out. And then he'd eat the shit as well.
0: But, um, Psyduck, they basically want to die anyway. <laughs> just a constant migraine walking yeah, yeah, migraine yeah, yeah. that thing is well, I'll tell you what I'll pull your brain out and eat it <laughs> that'll that'll you Fucking you how has this happened alright last question done it it's done it nice really... That's a good
3: one as well isn't yeah. it
2: yeah. <laughs> alright last question if you had to have your willy turned into one of the weapons from Splatoon which one you would you pick and why the
1: Nez Zappa Nez Zappa <laughs> turn my cock into a Nez Zappa. <laughs> fucking end of.
0: Um, <laughs> Christ! Well, they've just added the fucking uh, mini gun. Well, have they? Yeah, um, I don't like the word. Incredible. I don't like having the word
2: "mini" associated with it. To be honest, yeah. Like, well, yeah. But... To be fair, that doesn't
0: really make sense in terms. of... No, it of doesn't. It's ne- like, I've always found
2: that confusing. It's on a. F- yeah. They're mounted on helicopters. Like it's not- there's nothing <laughs> remotely small about it. Um, <laughs> pff, I don't know. Put the f- fucking splat roller. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, just fucking sprinting around? Yeah, just sprinting around. Whey! Whey! it on things. <laughs> no,
2: no, what it is, it's... Right, it's torn off completely. Yeah. And yeah. turned sideways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's attached at the bottom of the splat rollers. we <laughs> rolling it around.
1: Otherwise it'd be a chode, wouldn't it, if it was the normal way? Because it'd be wider than it is longer, so you'd have like
2: a...
0: Exactly, like a yeah. Splat a splat roller chode. So, yeah,
1: like turn it, turn it turn off around.
3: and...
0: Oh, we allowed... Um, yeah, just just one of the weapons. I say we allowed special weapons. Yeah, I'd have the uh, the killer whale. <laughs> just fucking let rip with that. Yeah, that'd be my ass. They can have that. <laughs> <laughs> just use right the crotch. and on that bombshell. <laughs> um, yeah, t- uh, that's it. Yeah, it is. It is it.
2: Do you have anything? Do that's you have anything it. to We've, do? I'm
0: not, we don't normally actually do all the questions. It's well, no, that just, just means we rare. got less, so... Yeah, the, it means we've, we've sunk <laughs> the, yeah, to, uh, the, like the, an appropriate the, the, level The decline is real. Um, yeah, 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 but it's good, it's healthy, it's what we needed. Yeah. Um, Darren, thanks for joining us. Do
1: you reckon when there's a cock could shoot ducks out the sky like in Duck Hunt? Or do you reckon...
0: I reckon so. let see, why not? Yeah, I I've, I've yeah. don't see why not. I reckon. so. Um, oh, sorry. I yeah, mean, you just you just like hit him with some ink. Would you? have You could cheat and just hold it against
2: the screen like you used to do when you're playing Duck <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, thanks for coming on. Do you want to plug anything quickly?
1: <laughs> nah, yeah. nah. I'm Fuck, oh, I'll
2: do it for you. He's on Kane and Rince, at Kane and Rince. His his Twitter is at yeah, Desmond with a Z yeah, and yeah. a zero in the set, <laughs> on, in the yeah. on.
1: Yeah, you can do that. There we go. I did that for
2: fucking Turners last time as well. <laughs> <laughs> Might start with getting a job as like an advertising, advertising guru. This is how to promote your podcast on ours to yeah. the twenty just, people. Just say what it's yeah. called. Got a ca- that's, that's audience, captive audience of about twenty. Um. Yeah. Cheers. We, we don't have anything to do. like. Like us on like us the on internet the and subscribe yeah. to us on the things. There's th- there's
0: some words on the website now. We have put up some new content. Yeah, looking at yeah, um, half of it not by us, as per, but that tends to be the best stuff anyway. So yeah, yeah. Um, what's good? Let's recommend something that isn't a game. Um,
1: biscuits. I've tried some Oreo biscuits. peanut butter biscuits. There, all right. There you go, listeners.
0: Yeah. Eat some fucking biscuits. Yeah. Treat yourself. <laughs> biscuits. Yeah, knock yeah. yourself out. Do you know what I I've, I've had recently?
1: Bratwurst?
2: No, those um those uh. You know, the f- fucking Nutella, but with the sticks. Like, you know, yeah. like, the pots that you get?
0: Chocolate. and Oh, the yeah. There's a Nutella version of them. Nutella. Yes. It's banging. That's good. See, I think I'd rather just have just normal chocolate. Don't be putting nuts in confectionery. It's a waste of time. I think they've, Put ma- I think they've mastered it. <laughs> 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 Over years. You know it's not like one of your five a day, don't you?
2: Yeah, I figured that one out for myself,
0: like the fact
2: that when I when I finished scooping molten chocolate and nuts out of a plastic tub with breadsticks and I feel like I've knocked a couple of fucking seconds off my total lifespan at the end of it all. <laughs> yeah I'm not I'm thinking no this isn't one of my five a day <laughs> definitely isn't going to count yeah. Do you know, I, I yeah. find that so fucking bollocks like when you look at like a tin of spaghetti hoops says, this is one of your five a day I'm like no no, <laughs> no. It's, it's, yeah, no but, yeah, it's the, the, tomato, the to- <clears throat> like, oh, but yeah but the tomato sauce in it. yeah the tomato sauce that's attached to a load of processed fucking pasta yeah. like-
1: <laughs> I think if you have spaghetti hoops that you need to have then have like ten a day to make up for it I think that's a minus five a day that's what they're talking about like it just takes away Hey, any five you've had Possibly. before or maybe it's just gone because you've had s- just horrible spaghetti hoops especially Audi ones that taste like I don't <laughs> know burnt arse you know what I mean like you've, you've, uh, there's got to be a balance here you can't just have spaghetti hoops and count it as one that's got to be like a minus four so then you've got to have nine vegetables to make up for it I don't know we well, see I,
0: apparently you are actually meant to have nine and they only lowered it to five for the UK because like the new people just wouldn't even entertain the idea of having nine <laughs> There you go. So well, even I... if you do five days, you're still fucked. Good. There you go. Brilliant. Health lessons from Midnight Resistance. Good <laughs> the healthiest men going. Goodbye. Laters.